Straight Riffin is filmed in front of a live internet audience. I am riffin'. Mitch is riffin'. What more can I say? Straight Riffin. Do you know how fucking desperate I am for some comfort in my life? I need that pillow. This show is intended for mature audiences only. I've seen a lot of this. I don't know how much more disgusting this experience could get. Are you really not having a good time? I'm having a fantastic time. I just can't believe how disgusting you are. I kept yelling, I'm, I'm not going to whip my dick out. We talked about that. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Featuring your host, Mitch Marzoni. I don't walk around going like, hey, I'm really weird. Look at me, I'm weird. As far as I'm concerned, I'm perfectly normal. It's uh, it's a litmus test for people. Teddy I'm a hate mercenary. Yeah. All right. All right. Hate mercenary. Hate, hate, hater for hire. Hater for hire. I should put on a disguise. There are two victimless crimes. All right. One, jerking off when your window's open. Two, <laughs> necrophilia. I am confessing to a large scale crime. Okay. All right. right Legs akimbo engaged in sexual discourse. Come on, man. What kind of guest are you? It's archive for posterity. Great internet. So, uh, it'll, uh, it'll come back to haunt you every day. It's time to riff. Oh, that is right, bitches and motherfuckers. It is April 8th, 2013. <sighs> Episode 106, I think. Yeah. And it is time to riff the fuck on. I am your host, uh, Reverend Mitch, and with me, as always, is the difficult brown, the hater for hire, Mr. Teddy TMI Tutson. How the fuck? Are you, sir? Oh, man, I'm feeling good. Is it episode 106, 107? I don't know. The home stretch, it's a blur right now. Coming down, getting my preakness on. Shout out to the Kentucky Derby right now. We in it, baby. Let's get it, Mitch. Mm-hmm. Still Brent's. wonder how many people are like, oh, that's, a, that's a, just an ongoing April Fool's joke. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. It's totally happening. <laughs> you know, whatevs. Sorry, still logging into things. Still doing stuff. I will introduce our guest Break in just neck a moment. Speed, ladies and gentlemen. It's very difficult to get all this done in like under thirty seconds, but it's all right. <laughs> our guest this evening. We're just strapping in. It's going to be a wild night. A New York native. Yeah. Miss Jackie Go. How the hello, fuck are you? Oh well, I'm good. How are you? Doing, uh, doing all right. I will need to use the bathroom. I apologize uh, to everybody. It is here. my fault that we are running late. Uh, it's a mutual fault because even if you were like. Right on time, we still would have been at least, you know, three or four minutes late. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's so still it's Mason's okay. fault. Yeah. Yeah. You can blame me. That's fine. It's, it's, cool. his, it's his job here. Yeah. Uh, as know. part of his yeah. punishment, he, we will now uh, be forced to watch him squirm uncomfortably. No, I'm just going to go Should use the bathroom. He's going to go. Just gonna go ahead. Jackie, how are you doing? I'm doing really well. How are you, Teddy? I'm good. How are you? You Are, uh, are you basically in L.A.? Because I know you're always jumping over. Every, um, time I, every time I see you, it's either at some sort of comedy show or gathering yeah. amongst peers. It's never just like... Oh, or at a wedding where it's 117 right, yeah, degrees. A, a wedding outside at a vineyard somewhere uh, and just the sun is breathing right breathing. in our faces. Oh, God. Where are you at now? I felt like we were going to auction you off. It was so hot. <laughs> There's uh, just wood tables I, I everywhere. I do declare, ladies and gentlemen. Like, we got him in a nice three-piece uh, suit. Yeah, <laughs> Who's that, my first vibe? That is terrible. Uh, um, I'm, yeah, I'm mostly here. Uh, I'll travel a little bit. Not not as much as I'd like, but I travel a little bit. Uh, I was just back East Coast. Now I was just back in New York. Uh, and that was fun. Are you doing some shows out there? I did some shows there. I was doing some things, uh, some radio. 
Uh, oh, nice. Where are you going up? My family. In, where are you going up in New York? At? Um, it's it's weird for me when I go because I'm still I'm fresh meat when I'm there. Like yeah. even though I'm a New Yorker, I didn't start comedy there. It's yeah. It's it's like wherever you put down your fucking roots. That's like that's it. That's you, home you base. cannot trade home bases. Yeah. It's, it's, well, especially like New York. Like if I grew up in some small town in Iowa and then I showed up, like the Iowa club would be like, oh my god, we're so happy to have you. Like yeah, 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 come yeah. headline and sell out the whole club. Right. I show up to New York and they're like, oh great, we have another we have 150 of our own comics. But um, I get up at Stand Up New York. I get up at Gotham. Uh, there's a new club they opened up called Levity Live, which is uh, over in uh, Rochester County, hmm. Rockland County, okay, and which is also owned by the same like Gotham people. Oh, nice. And, they're yeah. opening up a lot of spots. I feel like Gotham. They're like they're they're really cranking out some different spots around. Yeah, I feel, I don't know. In my head, there's just the two. It's a group. They have a few, and then like Levity is also kind of like an improv. It's also part of like improv groups. So it's right. type of. Class. Levity is like an entertainment group, right? Yeah, it's but like Levity also a is a partner. They bought out a lot of improvs. So like oh, okay. improv All here, right. improv here in Los Angeles is actually part owned by Levity. Yeah, I missed the first part of this conversation, so I'm not even sure why we're suddenly. Well, you know, we were just talking about uh, when Jenna gets down when she goes to New York. Such a yes, now turn into a business conversation. Yeah, yeah, this is a pre call. No, that's fine. I'll try and do like Caroline's every once. But again, like a lot of times, they're like, "We don't really need you. (laughs) We have other people. We'll use our own." Yeah, we'll stick. We'll stick with our kind. Thank you very much. We hear that often. And line line out the door to get to the comedy uh, the comedy cellar. You know what? I didn't get to go there when I was there this time. But I heard that I missed really good shows. Like, I heard Attell was there all the time, and, and I missed it. I wasn't there. That's what I hear. That's what I hear is that all it's Attell and Louie and yeah. Seinfeld and Chris Rock. I would just say, hangs out. And it's like, what what hope is there for a comic that's not making a million a year? You know, if you are if you were like, yeah, I'm just going to pop into the comedy cellar. No, nope. no, nope. that's not happening. You could pop in at, like, your friend's house yeah. and entertain yeah. a house got party. An open it could be in the cellar. Yeah, right, yeah. You could go to your friend's house. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Beer all gay, please. Show me a little respect, please. We got an open mic at 7 a.m. <laughs> on Tuesday. Yeah. Everyone's hungover. One of the most embarrassing things when I was in New York, uh, I was doing a show at uh, New York Comedy Club, and I invited my friend and her parents, because we all grew up on the same block, like there were a lot of kids, all grew up on the block, the parents used to drive me to school, and they're like, we really want to come see your show. So I was like, all right, fine, you can come. I show up, and getting out of like this caravan, like a Jew canoe, was her, her parents, all of her siblings, her grandparents... And like neighbors, that's like There's nine of them. That's dang. That's like four generations. It's the worst. Like I'm doing like a, I'm doing oh, like oh dick jokes and to someone's grandparents. Oh, it's <laughs> the worst. I was so mortified when uh, I got off camera. When I got off stage, did she say like, oh, that's a, that was a, that was very lovely? I feel like they didn't hear me, but they were just like, oh, look at Jackie doing her thing. <laughs> they just go to that place that old people can, where like I'm tuning out all the things that you say, and I'm just respecting and I'm the fact that you I'm look alive. very pretty up yeah, there. Yeah. You yeah. looked very pretty. So you did your, you did your skits. You yeah. did your skits. It looked <laughs> right. good. Nothing. No, no substance at all penetrates. I'm doing like I like that new shirt you were wearing. <laughs> that's good. I like. I like how that's like Jackie checks out the audience. She's like, all right, so who's in there? Okay, going for the bread and butter. We got grandparents. <laughs> we got old Jews. People from Denmark. We're gonna do throw up on a dick. That's gonna be our opener. Yeah, uh, that's. <laughs> I haven't heard that. Throw I haven't up heard on you. A dick. I haven't heard you do. Yeah, as, as, Mitch, as, as Mitch and I, as Mitch and I talked about. Uh, uh, you, uh, you know, before you were coming on here, Mitch was going through the old hits, and uh, that was not. No, yeah, no, I have catalog. I normally wouldn't ask somebody about their comedy <laughs> act and ruin the illusion. Yeah, but there are a few bits that you do that I'm not so much is that real, but sort of 
Tell me more about the thinking behind <laughs> this particular decision. Like, what is this based around? Go, a goal. Yeah. And yeah. I, I'm actually intrigued by which bits you're going to pick, because I feel like it's been a long time since we've done a show together, that I feel like you. I don't know what you're going to pick. Uh, and now I'll start with a, I'll start with a light one. And it's then I'll time get in, to cause, play because the pervy one will will talk for an hour. So I'll start with a light sort of non perv. Well, definitely non pervy. It's a you could talk about it Mitch, over dinner. You always do the thing where you damn yourself with your setups and your introductions. No, I'm not. I'm literally just I'm literally pointing out for the people at home because this. If you were going to go like that's not pervy. No, it's not. This you could talk about at the dinner table. The grandma would like this. J date. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you, have you? Do you actually? Did you ever actually go on J? Or like you it's had a friend years. that was it's, on no, there? No, no, no. I, I was on it for like a hot second years ago. Oh, more okay. to like appease okay. my mom, my aunt. They really were like, please, please do this. They still ask me. They're like, can you please? Do they wage? Please, please uh, find a, a Jew a campaign. Do they draft other allies? They offer proxies? To pay. They're wow. like, we will pay for it. We don't care. Uh, do they do it where they signed you up behind your back and they're no. like, surprise? But there is a website. There's a website called like J Mom. And it's Jewish mothers who put their kids up on there. So if like if someone if you're answering an ad, oh, it's placed shit. by somebody's mother. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait. So they just took the old neighborhood. Oh man, that's fucking crazy. That's they, like old school. They took like, the old school matchmaker. Yeah. So I was yeah, about yeah, to say yeah. feather the roof. What is I, like, you, what oh, is man, the what is the overwhelming my desire? My daughter has good birth hips. <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah. What kind of profile are you putting up there? What what's oh, what what is the overwhelming desire to that's get amazing. one's own children? Uh, in like if if one has Jewish kids getting them hooked up with another Jewish person. Why it's, is that such a strong... It's a... Our whole, our whole religion is kind of based on, like, autom- autonomy. Like, right, we're just right. very much... Assimilation. Exa- yeah. Well, not a non-assimilation. Sustaining actually. sort of the sort yeah. of existential threat kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, like, everything's more of, like, keeping in the community. Yeah. Like, you know, we're not... you know we Persevere. Don't knock- if you're not one of us, like, we're not knocking on doors. We're not handing out pamphlets. Like, you're either in the group or you're not. You know ahead of time. Like, right. it's not like, a, am I Jewish? No, no, you know. Yeah, right. and, which uh, I feel like it was weird. Like growing up, uh, I went to predominantly. Uh, there was a lot of Jewish uh, uh, kids at my elementary school, so I had a lot of Jewish classmates, yeah. and there was a, a very Jewish neighborhood. And so it was like going to a lot of bar and bat mitzvahs in middle school. I was like, I feel like I'm experiencing something very distinct. It's a very from a lot of peers of mine, you know, in the sense that like I'm like just getting a heavy dose of Jewish culture. Like a lot of people get like one or two. And I was just yeah. like, by, by virtue of just growing up, sorry, with so many Jewish friends, it was just like, holy shit, like, this is what you guys do all the time? This is insane. Well, even like, this is why I don't date the Jew bro. <laughs> yeah. You were like, that's, you were that's the exactly what I said to myself, by if the way. If you showed up on JDate, the website would just melt. <laughs> Like your picture comes up and it literally like uh, I was actually gonna I was actually gonna ask there is like, there's gotta be like a captcha in the beginning where it's like what's in a matzah? and you're like ah uh, and if you can't answer like you're there's not actually Jewish. there's so many yeah, yeah. there's so many like Chinese. why do we eat that unleavened bread I know that much yeah. you know there like, are Asians filled like it's filled of eight filled with Asians on J date too really because they give you a choice like when you say like how Jewish you are you can say like Orthodox conservative reform <laughs> how Jew are or you or you could put willing to 
convert. So they have all these Asian women and they just put willing to convert. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. wow. their dads are like, oh, this is, they, they no, come from a similar strain. What, like uh, a, what country is Like they? a culture from, that I mean, like, is it from, is it from some like any, all over the map? Any just, version of Asian. Like, yeah. no matter what kind of Chinese they are, they are on there. <laughs> like, they know to find, they want to find doctors and lawyers and they are right, going on right, J-Day. Right, wow. Right. And their is, parents are like, we said you America, you find Jewish doctor, go. Right, right, that's insane. That is an insane. You have just blown the lid off of the underground Jewish uh, matchmaking scene. Yeah. Everyone thought it was just J date, but now it's, we got the J mom situation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that's where I would draw the line. The silk like, if my room. mom even dared, I'm like, no. I would. Draw, Do you I would, know I would, for a fact? I would purposely marry a black Catholic. Uh, I was going to talk about the black thing in a moment. I would purposely marry <laughs> a black Catholic. Taliban member if she went on J-Day. If you found that person, you would definitely have to lock them down. I'm sure you'd have a lot of questions. I'm trying to remember what the... Some podcast I was listening to, like, uh, maybe a week or two ago. I want to say it might even been Greg Fitzsimmons or something like that, where uh, they were talking about uh, Jewish grandmothers, specifically, saying, like, oh, you're going to marry Jewish, blah, blah. And uh, they... One of them... the, The question posed to the grandmother was... Uh, what if he was Jewish and black? And she said, "Now you're just being silly." Like she wouldn't even answer the question. Like, there's like a there's like an overwhelming like racist uh, kind of thing to it, but they don't want to reference it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what I'm not. This is not about the Jewish culture. I'm just talking about like well, the there were doting two Jewish black grandma kids in my Hebrew school. That's like fighting with their own their their latent racism from years past mixed with ah, find a nice Jewish boy. And it's like <laughs> when the two meet, what do they do? Yeah. Well, someone once asked me, "What do you?" You think your parents would hate more if you brought home a non-Jew or if you brought home a black Jew? And I was like, oh, I don't even know. I was like, I don't even know. <laughs> like, I don't know. You, you don't bring this blasphemer into our home, yeah. this walking contradiction. Like, Suppose I bring home Lenny Kravitz. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be like, I the shouldn't have pushed one. her so hard for a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I should have been more specific. I think I'm also at the point where if I'm single much longer, my parents would just consider Drake Jewish enough. They'd be like, eh. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's good. No, he's good. Are, uh, they, are, are they are they genuinely concerned for your uh, for your singledom? Um, Do you know for a fact you're not on that J Mom site? Do you know for a fact? I have no idea. I would not be surprised. I'm saying. I was I, well, I think that given you, what we've had laid out on the table, I think you never actually find out what happens. No, your I, mom feel like, goes, I feel like your mom. I right. met a guy that you would just love. Like that's probably how. She, so you've met Ethel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that's the way you would do it. I you would like go like within, I set up this site and found a fucking guy. Within three you, questions, you'd pretend though, right? that you knew the guy. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you pick a pick very quickly? Like, how did you meet this dude? And then the website would spill out somehow. Within three, every three or four times that I call my mom, and so I was like, "Oh, I was talking to someone who has a son, mm. <laughs> and they still live like in New York, or they live like in Georgia." And she's like, "Yeah, he lives in Georgia, but you should just give him a call. I'm gonna give him your number in case he calls." And that's every every fourth. Have fourth you fourth. ever had one of those where that's panned out for you? Have you I called had, anyone, or has some dude just called you, being like, "Hey, your mom." I had a rabbi. I understand you <laughs> throw up on cocks. Uh, how about maybe we have some lunch? I don't reveal that until like second date, uh, second date, uh, second enough. phone call. Don't involve. I don't think your mom don't, has don't bring that him to a stand up show. I yeah. It, yeah, I had my rabbi set me up on a date. Oh really? That wow. was with a magician. Okay. And that was yeah, you like magical. magic, right? Yeah. You like you like entertainment. You performers. I knew it was bad when I got up to use the bathroom. When I came back, he had cards in his hand. Oh my god! 
He's going to my ace. Literally. And I literally, like, I had that moment where I was like, this is happening, isn't it? This is going to fucking happen. And Did you ride it? Because you're like, this is going to make a great Where were, where'd you I go on your date with the magician? I'm very polite, so I'm like, I'm going to sit here. I'm going to be as nice and polite as I can. And we had already ordered the second drink because I was being polite. He's like, do you want to have another drink? And I'm like, well, I have somewhere to be, but I don't want to be rude. The rabbi set me up. Yeah, sure. We'll have a second Man. drink. So when he brought out the cards, my reaction, like he did the magic trick and it was a good trick. Yeah, sure. It was good. Yep, that's my card. But you have the reaction like like a mother who's trying to like appease her kid. You're like, oh, that was that was very good. Oh, yeah. good, good. <laughs> so he did it, and they did like another one. I was like, oh, this is an ending. And then he did another trick where he made money Jesus. come out of my purse because we split the check. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I could have left. Like, there's oh. no need for me to still be here. Yikes. I did not need to stay for this. Yikes. Did you ever talk to the rabbi about his... Oh, uh, I told him. I was like, you could be my rabbi, but you cannot <laughs> be my matchmaker. <laughs> you clearly have one calling, and that is yeah. to the Lord. It is not to bring it people I was together. so disappointed. He was like, no, give me one more chance. <laughs> and so I feel like if the rabbi like had... Oh, man, I would love to talk to a rabbi about his matchmaking streak. Oh, I, I wonder if he had had been a really good hot run, and then you just fucking crushed him. <laughs> He'd been like, yeah, I could fucking hook up anybody or whatever. And Jackie's like, no, excuse me, sir. Well, I have a cousin who has a matchmaking business, a Jewish matchmaking business. So is she, she funneling people to J Mo? This is like a big thing. Oh, a That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. this is a this is not like it just so happens I, that certain Jewish moms want their no, kids. No, well, with listen, Jewish. It's, a, it's a fiddler I mean, on the this roof is like game. A thing. I remember, I remember, you know, when I when we did fiddler on the roof in high school, and that was like, you know, I was like, oh, okay, so this has been around. Like I knew it was around for a long time, and I'm like, oh, we've made songs about this phenomenon. Okay, this is a this is a pillar of the community. When we did a fiddler on the roof in high school. We would do, uh, we would do little previews for the students to come and like check it out so hopefully they'd buy tickets i was working the crew obviously yeah. well, too much. <laughs> but since i grew up in brooklyn i don't know like, anything about fiddler on the roof i'm sorry since i grew up in brooklyn when the kids came and saw it and everyone started singing like if i when he started singing if i was a rich man all the girls da, were like da, 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 da. if i was a rich man and all the people were like oh shit they stole that from if i was a rich girl <laughs> And I was like, oh, man. I weep for the youth. I weep for the They're youth. They're like, oh, snap. That's if I was a rich girl. Right? Like, you take some kid na, na, to, like, na, a fucking na, 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 na. classical rendition. There's two of, references mixing that I don't know. That would be uh, one of the uh, uh, sort of prominent songs from Fiddler on the Roof where it's a No, tale. no. I mean, I got that part. But the other one is Yeah, but Gwen Stefani. Well, even before Gwen Stefani, I don't know. Do you remember, like, back in the early 90s when the original came out? she have to sing that song? She already is a rich girl. Like, in the early 90s. She grew up a rich girl, no less. Yeah, she and Orange County Rich Girl. She, yeah. she sampled it. Yeah, she's always been. A yeah, rich but there's like no a, when she was doing 90s. the whole. You know, she was just a girl, Mitch. <laughs> she, was, uh, she was just a girl she was in the just world. Living in captivity. Yeah, right. Just yeah. Just your typical. Prototype. Even then, she yeah. was she was rich. No man, she yeah. was trapped in bathrooms. And by the way, when she went solo, she was fucking very much rich. Look, she's just a, she's just a girl, and they won't let her drive late at night. They yeah. won't let her uh, get her fashion designing on. Yeah. Okay. They won't let her get in a fight. All mm-hmm. right, with no. her no. A wealthy rock star husband. So. Pretty and petite. Uh, yeah, but no, no, yeah. that I did not. Uh, I, that so depresses me though. When when I'm being told in the chat that uh, by someone who apparently knows you that we're supposed to ask you about Jewish sleepaway camp. Oh, what's going on, Lena? That's Lena. <laughs> she's been she's been texting. <laughs> Shout me. out to Lena. She just what wants up? to know oh, where have you started Mitch. yet? Mitch. Yeah. I'm sorry. And also, if I mentioned her, she promised angle. her husband she would blow him tonight. If wow. she watched, if, if I mentioned her, her she gets oh, to blow yeah. him oh. tonight. So she wait. gets to, or she he gets, gets to. She's been wanting to. 
for a while. It's her only downtime she gets as a mother is going down on her husband. So she gets to blow him tonight. So how wait? Okay, I feel like that's I feel like that's a bigger win for him. Like kudos yeah. to him, but like who's the no, husband? No, no, that's you like, don't know. No, you don't know no, that. No, no, you don't no. know that. Not Unless tonight, it's a honey. Terrible blowjob. I mean, Listen, man. Much case, but even I still, know. just the enthusiasm goes a long way in the bedroom. All right, yeah. let me just but say that Jewish summer camps really is like the opposite of <laughs> what digress. you would think. Well, like Danielle. As Dan- oh, that's another one. Check you out, Danielle. You should blow your husband too. <laughs> Everybody, blow your husband. It's achieved, blow your husband day here on Straight Ribbon. God, this is like the bizarro Oprah. You blow your you husband. Get a blow job. You blow you your get husband. A blow job. Everyone, blow your husband. Well, they actually are like they they lived the Jewish camp dream. They got married. <laughs> their parents are happy, and then I talk about did they, throw did up they on dicks. Meet at the, did they meet at the camp? Is that the husband's? Was, no, 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 no. Oh, but that's okay. what's funny is Jewish summer camp is just Jewish kids making out all day long. Isn't that just every camp? Fingering each other on tennis courts. Uh, that's all. Right. That's like again, yeah, it's just every camp, and yeah, I never went to camp. That's I why I wanted to go. I never went I to camp like, either. So we're, we're I didn't we're, get to finger till I was in my. I, I was a counselor at a sports camp at a, a racket club. So that's oh, so not the same. Lesbians at the no, it was, camp it was kids. It was kids. So I was just I was a chaperone. Lesbian kids. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. You get it now. You get it. Yeah, I get it. I I feel like that is I like when we get to the one time I had any kind of like camp experience or whatever, and there was there was the girls' cabin and the guys' cabin. And uh, and the, towards the end of the night, they were trying to like uh, moon the girls' cabin. We were doing so like some dude had to hold a flashlight and someone would be mooning it. And I remember being like, "This is just a weird thing." Like, why? Like, I don't know why we're engaging in this or whatever because you couldn't really see, and the girls would supposedly flashback or whatever, but like you couldn't see anything. It was too dark. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, "Why are we just sitting around, pants down with each other <laughs> with yeah. a bunch of dudes?" Yeah, right. I was like, I didn't want to. Like, I was just like sitting around, just like confused, being like, "This is dumb." Like, I'm in the woods. First of all, that sucks. <laughs> now we're here and you're just mooning people. This is the worst field trip I've taken. We would do. Raids. We would do panty raids, or like there would be panty raids, but all of our raids were like planned out. Like we'd be like, we want to raid the boys, but we would ask our counselors for permission. <laughs> like we'd be like, we want to raid the boys. So they're like, well, you could do a cookie raid. And we're like, well, what's a cookie raid? And they're like, we'll run into their buck and we'll give them cookies. <laughs> we're like, you're like training us to be housewives. What? Like, what are you going to do? Like, running into a couple You want to really blow their minds? Yeah, Make them shit. breakfast. We're going to wake, we're gonna wake oh the boys up in the middle of the night with chocolate chip cookies. Wait, I, God damn, I really hope that. <laughs> It was not a world that once that happened. That was a thing. And it like, had to be planned out because we had to get the cookies from somewhere. So they had to come from like the kitchen. Holy like they had shit, to be man. made. I can't function right now. So was, oh, at least there was some, uh, you know, you didn't have to steal the cookies. No, That's uh, slightly, look, you know, I mean, it's, it's a planned out raid with the, approval. If the counselors give you yeah. the cookies. No, then bro, that's terrible. Like, imagine there's one kid, right, who's like, doesn't want to be there at the camp, already is terrified, and then y'all like just bust in the door or whatever, and then it's like, they're literally just like running into the wall like is this a real life nightmare i want to go home that's the worst i can't believe they and if they came to panty like raid us we would either like hide all our panties or we would purposely like <laughs> hang them up or like we would find underwear that we wait were, like, you would purposely of. hang them up like we would find underwear that we maybe would be like proud of so if one girl had like a lacy pair we were like oh what what age range we found is this the slide we would take like this the is... lacy pair and put it out. Yeah, what age range are we talking about? I went here? to I went from eight to thirteen. Jesus, yeah, every year. I loved it. It was mm. great. <laughs> I actually I, I found my old diary. I was really bad uh, at keeping a diary, so I have one diary which spans from like nineteen ninety five to two thousand one. <laughs> 
<laughs> but in it, it's like it's like me. Those being, are the lost years. Please tell me this is going in the uh, Jackie Gold memoirs. What? Of, oh my lost god! I actually started a Twitter called Twelve Year Old Jackie, and it's just all going to be. <laughs> what's, the, what's your handle for it's that? It's going to be like at, it's at Twelve Year Old. It's going to be Jackie. or it is. It is. Yeah, let me check. I only it now. have one entry so far because I got anxious and I was afraid to put things up. I was like, Oh my god, it's, it's too not late now, yet. Jackie. It's so I've got one entry on there so far. A Twelve Year, I guess. I think it's Twelve. I. I don't know. I think it's I tried, 12 YR old. tried that. No, it is 12-year-old oh, okay. Jackie. I really hope nobody thinks I'm a bitch because I'm only going to wear Gap. <laughs> That's, that was my thoughts going into high school. I really oh, hope that nobody man. thinks I'm a bitch because oh. I'm only going to wear Gap. Oh, God. What a window into the world you're going to open up <laughs> well, right the now. Best, the best diary. Uh, what, what year of, of civilization <laughs> is you at 12? Well, Not to blow your age. 12 I'm just painfully was, curious. 12 was like 1994. Uh, six, like mid nineties, nineteen ninety six, mid nineties. Like for me, I was. Gap I was, all was about, still like like well, a thing that people yeah, wore. And, it was like okay. the thing. Like yeah. you have the shirt and the, the kids pants. In the I remember that was big in the eighties. Rocking the Gap still, like for the Man, girls. Gap was still guys. cool when Missy and Madonna. Uh, we're walking the streets saying, Get I'll to shop the at a gap today. I but used, back then it was like, that's for chicks. And, I used to dress you know, like Clarissa Explains It All. Like Clarissa Explains like, It All yeah. and Blossom were like my style. I had a boyfriend yeah. break up with me because I dressed too weird. Mm. Because that's all Did I you wear. console yourself while watching a marathon of Clarissa Explains It All? And just just like, Let me explain breakup. <laughs> I did. I just got up and I was like, I started doing the Blossom theme song. I'm like, in my opinionation, the it's sun is going to shine. And then I took my little bowler hat and put it on my head. And then I tapped it. And then your friend Sticks came out and it yeah. was a good time had by all. Well, the diary entry that I found that blew my mind. Whoa. I knew it existed. There's a diary entry where is it goes. Blossom? Joey? Yeah. Joey? Yeah. Yeah. Blossom? Okay. God, Mitch, sometimes I, I couldn't wonder, remember. No, I knew I Joey. If I just you couldn't were remember. From America Look, I watched one episode of Blossom, Blossom and it was, was the one where show. she like she like was trying to figure out how to kiss. And I remember they went to go like kiss, and she goes, "What do we do with our noses?" And then he like turned her head. I have a theory that secretly, and then I was really upset that Blossom got to kiss before I got. Secretly, to kiss. Mitch is uh-huh. like, like a I transplant. Was I was. Or I feel like you're an undercover agent from Canada. That's my theory. I've been working on while we've been doing the show. All I feel right, like pop right. culturally, that's why you don't know what you don't know. You're, you're well, some sort of Canadian. Well, now there's a couple things at, at stake here. For Arizona's one, a, a likely cover story. Yeah, for one. Uh, Phoenix. Uh, <laughs> I feel like there's a lot. I, I mean, bet you there's you know, a lot of screwing going on. I don't think Phoenix means you're exempt from growing up as a normal no, no, child. No, no, no. Like, I'm just putting, look, I'm putting together a case file. I actually here, right? think the Let smaller just... a place you grow up, the faster you grow up, because, like, I think, hey. I think the more hey. away from civilization, then you're like, well, we're so bored. What should we do? Uh, just get yeah, drunk. Exactly, and exactly. Do drugs, that drugs and fuck. fucking, and music was pretty much yeah. it. And yeah, I mean, that's just it. I mean, like, uh, I didn't learn the term one night stand until California, and I was like, oh, we just called that Friday. Like, that was not, you know, it well, was like nobody thought about second dates. But, um, no, so there's the Phoenix thing. When I was really young, when I was like, like 10, 11 years old, I told you this Quebec. before. I never watched that in our cartoons. I didn't even sleep in until uh, past like 9 a.m. until I was like 17. Because what? when I was like up till the age of 11, My I played Canadian theory. I played sports, and they and I had to get up to practice every morning Curling. or every Saturday morning and Sunday morning at like 5:30 in the morning. So I didn't catch Saturday morning cartoons. 
And then I'd come home and I'd program for a that while. That does not explain I'd, I'd your lack of blossom awesome knowledge. Yeah, we are making out and watching Saturday Saturday morning cartoons are two separate things of growing up. That. I get that. He's you a Wookiee on indoor. I will never be able to explain myself without Teddy jumping to conclusions. You don't so learn let's to make out no, by watching Saturday that. morning cartoons. I get that. That's. I'm just telling you a lot of the pop cultural stuff when it comes to like Saturday morning cartoons. That's where I missed out on those. Okay. And then the second part was. Yes, computer nerd. Um, so uh, very, very awkward around the girls. Uh, n- nobody was making out with me. Um, <laughs> I had one, one girl did it as a dare when I was thirteen, and then the how next old time. You you, how old were you when you had your first kiss? Like thirteen. Not uh-huh. this one when it ended poorly. Not the dare. Like <laughs> not the actual first this, this kiss. This one ended oh, so like poorly. Oh, like it was like it was. Well, I mean, this I don't. Is, this I don't, is consensual. Cool this was like this not was a girl went out with me. Yeah. For, we were like together for three days, and during that time we made out. So it's not like and she that was, was a dare. dare. It was a three day dare. She, yeah, she wasn't dared to make out with me. She was dared to like be my girlfriend. But how did it end? Apparently, did you I look like this? That. Were you like this when you were thirteen? Actually, I did have like blue. Like I long Jackie how that story ended. Which, the one the day <laughs> he no, killed her. That's not. No, that's see not exactly. It doesn't, doesn't count, bitch. Give me a different uh, 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 unless that was like a magical moment. For no, you, no, no, no. That's a different. That was a. That was several weeks down the line when doing all okay, that. Went okay, down. okay, okay. Um, okay. But, so thirteen year old. But that bitch. It was a weird thing where yeah, we were just like boyfriend girlfriend, and we made out whatever, and then uh, the guy, one of my friends, came to me. He's like, I, I can't do this anymore. I, she's going out with you as a dare, and I was like. That's psh, no, that's totally not. That's true. a movie plot. And he line. goes, no, no, she'll break up with you at about three o'clock today. Sure enough, like right at three, she was like, "Hey, I can't believe people you know, really listen, do that. I don't think we should be together anymore." And I was like, "Oh man, it was a dare." Right at three o'clock. <laughs> Did like, you say on it the to dark. her? Did you call yeah. her out on it? Yeah. Well, I just said, "I was like, oh, so it was a dare." And then she kind of laughed and whatever. She was like, "What? You know, it's just I'm just having fun, whatever. You know, it's no big. You know, I just figured, you know." You needed a girlfriend for a few days or something like that. And I was like, well, you weren't wrong about that. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, then, you know, then from like, then from like 16, when, when the first time I, I got a, a handy of any kind, um, that was like first, like, make out, like, had a girlfriend. We were together for like two weeks. And from that yeah. point on, it's just been short relationships. Mm-hmm. Do you know what like, I found from, from when I was 16? And I knew this goes back to my, my diary is the most amazing thing in the world. Man, you really got to get this Twitter account running. The, from when I was 16. So far, I'm intrigued I got by one. that first tweet. Yeah, that That's, first tweet is that. First tweet's a pretty fucking, good, pretty way, good to, way to step off the cliff. When I was 16, I knew this diary actually existed, but I couldn't, like, fight. And I, in it, I'm like, today I touched a dick. <laughs> At 16? I think it was 16. And Wait, then I, please tell me that's how you let off the entry there. Like, that is dear self. Face? Well, it was like, hi, Mac. I named my diary Mac for some reason. You really were like, fucking Clarissa. Like, wait, were you, did you like Harriet the Spy? Were you into that as well? I wasn't well? so Harriet the Spy, but I did also like like uh, Alex Mac. I don't remember which one that was. I never was. got wait, into wait, Alex wait. Mac. Wasn't, wasn't Mac was like, what uh, Penny in uh, Inspector da- Gadget called her little guidebook thing? I think I just picked it because I would write like as if I was a television show. So I'd be like, hey, Mac, today was a real piss. You really spend a lot of time on SNCC. I, I hope tell. nobody thinks it's I'm a good. bitch. <laughs> because I'm only going to wear a cat. But I was like, so then I look at the entry, and my entry actually is, I massaged his dick. <laughs> and I, So I found the entry. It's, I massaged his dick. And now, did you over the pants? It was an over the gym pants, like a little like. Oh, gym like, pants. Like as That's if I gave may it, as well be. Like as if I gave it, like, gave it chills. Like right, I just went like right. this. Made nice. I made nice to his right. penis. And you knew, like, there's a penis under here, and yeah. I'm going to make my nice to it. So I found the diary entry, and then later on I checked the mail that day, and I got to save the date to his wedding <laughs> in the mail the day I read the diary entry. <laughs> I'm going to this boy's wedding. 
Amazing. Oh, the day you read it. I read the entry. Oh, okay. Not and wrote I was it. like, oh man, I can't believe this. And then I checked my mail and I'm invited to his wedding. Fantastic. Are you going to show up and, and be yeah. like, have I got a tweet for you? I'm going to be wearing a white dress. Are you going to give a toast? Day. Yeah, you're going to give a toast there. And if shit goes bad, I'm like, I could tag in. <laughs> Make this happen. I know how to massage Are you stressed? It. Are you stressed? I can massage your dick. I'm good. Yeah. So uh, okay. Yes. Yeah. So then, on top of that, yes, uh, I'm 34, and you're—I always forget. I'll be 28 in a month. All right. There you go. So it's a six-year gap. That the things that to me, I was like, oh, this is what kids watch. You know what I'm saying? That would be in six years, TV changes drastically for yeah. kids to teens. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, uh, Animaniacs came out when I was like and that twelve. That was your jam. Dude, I fucking. I mean, I liked Animaniacs, but I'm just saying, like, I was I was in sixth grade, so it was like there was a part of You're like, a little bit oh, it's it. time to start growing up now. Let's not watch cartoons all day. And then I got into high school, and everybody's high and watching cartoons, and I was like, all right, well, fucking fuck all y'all. I was. I was trying to be a man. <laughs> this is my. Oh, I didn't know this was the game plan. You would tell me. I would have got comfortable a few years ago. I would have just been down with that. So, so yeah, I watched a few cartoons. A I was never like a huge cartoon I watcher. But since I had an older brother, the cartoons. I I remember my after school show was the original Batman and Robin, where it was like with uh, what's his, what's West's Adam person? West Adam West, where it was like pow zap yeah, yeah. zap. That was like what I would watch. Nick and Knight, yeah, yeah. And they had the TV land, the daytime stuff, yeah. I used to watch some old, like, that was, I remember watching Nick at Night and uh, when it was actually, I mean, I think that's the thing that really, like, to to your point, yeah, to your point, Mitch, about how the landscape changes, it fucking blows my mind now that Nick at Night features shows like Full House and The Nanny and Fresh Prince as as its classics now. And, well, it was less than, well, like, 15 fucking years ago that it was just an all black and white fair essentially right. yeah you know with like a occasionally a color episode would sneak in and shit but you're talking they, about they don't like to be called colored episodes damn it they, uh... episodes of color yeah episodes oh, but, of color i'm gonna put that on yeah. the board episodes of colors going on the board you we keep uh you know keep, keep a, a, a kind of log of running, all of our running gems. tally putting it on the board uh-huh. and such yeah, we, we uh Damn it! You know what? I just you know how I don't I don't really even today like I have a few shows that I watch and thankfully I can DVR the shit and so on Sundays Sunday's my day and all of my shows ended last night or the week before like a lot of BBC so for the next like four months I'm gonna have nothing to watch on TV I watch the nanny at night (laughs) I don't even know what that is it makes me that's the Fran Drescher because I know that both me and whenever I'm watching the nanny at night I know that. I feel good because my mother was doing the exact same thing three hours earlier on the East Coast. Did that just like, I watch soothe it, I'm you? Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is so funny. <laughs> Do you text? You could text your mom and be like, I was going to call you today, but I watched The Nanny, yeah. so I feel like... And I see myself, and we record... My mom, my mom records the episodes, too, but... Let's say on a Monday night, whatever's the last episode episode they show on a Monday is the first episode they show on a Tuesday. And my mom sits and watches it like she's never seen it before. <laughs> she just laughs. She doesn't even laughs. know what reruns or syndication she's like, is. Oh, it's just a good episode. I like this one. Oh, man. I could do that with, like, news radio, but I, generally, yeah, it's not very... Which does not come on air very frequently anymore. No, but I have them all on DVD. I'm just saying I can sit Yeah, but watch. that's not the point, Mitch. I need it all on fucking regular well, how TV. How old were you when you're for your first kiss, Teddy? My first kiss? Last week. Uh, I broke the news <laughs> gently to the people. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I would have been in uh, seventh grade with all a... Right, same as me. With a, a young lady that I met at a uh, bar... 
mitzvah, actually. Yeah? Uh, she was really uh, trying to stick it to her parents. Uh, <laughs> she was like, no, no, no. She was Watch a, me she was kiss a, a black boy. Was, no, my, she was a black girl. She was black. Uh, for my 11th candle, I'm going to make out with the I never, I never oh, had... Oh, you get something free for every I never, uh, I never had anything with any of my uh, female Jewish friends, because I feel like mainly for that reason, whatever, I just was not... I uh, remember, actually, chosen? early on in the show, I, I had a snippet, a, an audio snippet that I never put into our, our soundboard of you saying, like, uh, you were like, and I was kicking it at the bar mitzvah. <laughs> and it was like, because it was out of context, I thought you were, like, going to say you were kicking it at the bar because you were, like, 13. I was like, I was 13, and I was kicking it at the bar mitzvah. And it was like... <laughs> I was waiting for you when you were like, this is when you were talking about episode 106 and Park. Like, that's what I was waiting for. It's good. I'm glad. I'm glad this is the anticipation. Once again. Uh, I, I, uh... Uh, was, that another t- is that a TV show? That's a black uh, BET. That's a black. It's a, it's a black version of of TRL, essentially. Uh, the very hood version of TRL. It's an episode of color of uh, <laughs> TRL. <laughs> show of color. Ignant. Ignant. I uh, don't want TRL. Look how uh, many hugs I get. It's. Uh, I was twelve, I guess, when I got my first kiss. Oh, and, uh, trying to one up me there. So we I was like. 11. So like this chick, like she was at the she was at the bar mitzvah, or whatever. I'm surprised whatever. you made it that long. And I feel Jewish like camp. I feel like she definitely targeted me because it was like, who was this other? black kid at the bar and then all of a sudden whatever. the lights got low yeah, and, right? yeah. and they just exactly. slow and I was motion. dancing I was like dancing with all my friends moms and stuff or whatever and I'd be like yeah I'll show you how to do all the hip cool moves or whatever so I was like just fucking wilding out man I was just getting it on at the fucking dance and I remember I saw don't you old... there's just exactly. one girl like just butterflying on the floor booty up and he's like That's yeah twerk it twerk it twerk it miss shots work. way to get it uh yes so I am uh, just getting it on there, and there was always like one old black couple at like every bar that mitzvah that I went to, and I'd always be like, "Why are Waiters? you here?" No, they were like just like a like a nice old married couple just like hanging out in the back, and I'd be like, "How are the you here?" The nanny and her husband. I know. I'd be like, I was like, I just need to talk to y'all for like five minutes to like figure out everything and put your stories together in a book of old black people at bar mitzvahs. Uh, but so this girl, she had like a leopard print dress that would on. Be a good book. Actually. She was like looking all like fierce and sassy and shit, and then turns out we had a class together. We had reading class together. Really? Look, you're black at a bar mitzvah. That's enough in common to make yeah. out for yeah. like a long time. I don't think we made out at the bar mitzvah, but we made out in the stairwell later on, a couple yeah. days later. Yeah. Cause she like, she's like, oh, let's go. Like <clears throat> Somehow she found it, she figured out an excuse for us to leave class together. Yeah. And uh, and so, boom. We got fucking pulled into the stairwell and then uh, we made out. And I was like, oh, okay, this is what people do. Or whatever. And I was like, That's what we do. We would just make out. I was aggr- she was aggressive. She was very aggressive. All of your stories are about aggressive women. <laughs> All of your stories. All of them. Yeah, he He's that. never like, oh, there was this timid yeah, girl, you know what I mean? And I put my arm around her, whispered some, <laughs> nothing I'll like take that. Care of you. No, it's always like, and then she jumped on me, attacked me. I mean, I've got a few of those stories myself, but I don't know if it's a majority of them. I case. had my first kiss at 11 at a school dance, and then after we were done, he looked at me and goes, don't ever do that again, and walked away. Did you, so you went after him? Well, no, he was my boyfriend. We went to the dance together. Was and he your boyfriend after the he dance? Was my, no. We, <laughs> oh, we went to the dance together. Neither of us had like ever kissed anybody before, and everyone kept going, like, Andrew wants to go with you. He wants to go. And I was like, because that was the term at the time, like, go yeah, with. You put it in the street. Go out with, go with, with, go stay. With? With? Yeah, yeah. So uh, we kissed, and like I remember, I stood there with like my hands behind my back. I think he stood there with like his hands at his sides. We made like a little triangle. We did like the portrait kiss, there. and then like we kissed with the sunset framing. And then after yeah, it yeah. ended, he was like, "Don't ever do that again." <laughs> and walked away. 
Wow. Hey, Whatever did you, happened to did him? Did you kiss like the French? Whatever happened to him? Well, I massaged his dick when we were 16. <laughs> Same guy? And I'm going to his wedding in October. Oh, Same guy? Hey, callback. Oh, my God. That's the greatest callback in the history of this show, ladies and gentlemen. Jacket, go for the win. Are you going to give a drunken speech? We were like, apparently well someone did want to do that again. Shit. Apparently. I, I just fucking... Jackie just incepted the entire show right now. Jeez. Holy shit. So this is like your... This is like, this is like this guy. That's like the greatest of, episode of so Jenny Jones that never kiss, and your first dick touch was the same guy separated by a number of years and a breakup. What happened to those? Uh, I mean, am I we correct? We never need it again. We Wait, no, how I did say, you? Like, I'm so curious about this Wait, guy, though. Uh, now Since 11, he I, I need to know the context. Dated. I want to know the context for the dick massage. Is really, uh, I, think I think that's, it was what, like, that's I mean, the least. Con- we're like 15, no, 16 year olds. Like we're hanging out. There was like three of us that would hang out. It was like our own little Dawson's Creek. And, uh, we, I mean, I think, I remember we were like, you know, they would always dare because I'm the only girl in my group. So it was dare. And so it was like, all right, I dare you to touch, you know, touch my dick. And so I would, we went into a room and I just got scared because I was always scared. So I was just like, all right. So I just like, so I, I think I reached a consolation prize and I would just like touch it over a pair of pants. <laughs> And then in my I, don't end, to win. <laughs> the, so, so, I like. Wait, can we just take a moment? First of all, Jackie's massage motion is like a dustbuster, like dustbuster. It's like it's such a. Like it's like a weird groping, like uh, jellyfish kind of motion as well. Too, it's a very odd. Uh, I don't only, know. At fifteen, you take what you can get. Yeah, the only you know, thing that's changed over the years is my face. Like when I was fifteen, it was more of like, a, "Am I doing this right?" And now I'm like, a <laughs> <laughs> <I can't. laughs> Uh, this is a terrible way to make a dollar. This is awful. <laughs> <laughs> so they still gross you out. All right. All right. Wait, though. Like, I, I just, I'm really trying to get my head into the psyche of a man who has his first kiss in so horrifically that he runs away from the girl. Yeah, and don't his ever mother drove me home, so we had to sit in the car on okay, the way home. Okay, I knew it got deeper, Jackie. So we had to I drive together like, on Where's the way the home kick, in the car. Where's the kick, just like sitting in the car. Where is it? How does he go from that to then being like, hey, let's hang out in the side of the dick. What's going on? He's a human. Many, many years. Four years in between. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a bizarre, it's a bizarre thing to me, Mitch. It's I'll a bizarre you, the first, The kiss thing is very strange. And that's why I was like, who initiated it? Well, the funny thing was because we were sixth graders, it was like a junior high dance, there were sixth, seventh, and eighth graders. So when we were um. done kissing, we'd caused like a crowd because everyone was so, like, the sixth graders were all around us like, oh my God, what's going on? These are the first, <laughs> this is the first of our group. Then the seventh graders were around like, oh, look at the little set. And then the eighth graders are just like, oh yeah, because they're so excited yeah. to watch like a little 11 year old yeah, make it, out. Yeah, so, weird. so when we finished kissing, it was just like all these circles of kids. And I think like, he was just like, uh. So does d- d- that, that crew of kids, when you shove around now, they're like, there goes Jackie. She always was a fast one. She was always fast. Fast and loose with the men. Fast I remember when she was 11, she was the first one to kiss there, a boy. There goes Jackie old dick massage gold. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, like, I'm actually the prudest of most of my friends. Like, I was the first to kiss a boy and then the last to do everything else. Jackie was in the pool first and then she's like, it's too cold, y'all. I'm out so you were like, let me, let it warm I'm gonna up. Go. You were like 17, 18 when you had sex? 19? I was, I was almost 21. Oh my god. Yeah. This was like a month ago. Yeah, Whatever. pretty much. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I'm just trying to think. You oh, were 12 and 96. Hold on, I got to. Now, don't do the math and say it out loud. If people can, Mitch, can't figure it out, let's say here's it out the thing. Talk. Here's the thing that I think is fascinating is how sort of like dances and sock hops, if you will, have evolved. Like you know, like at, like there's always like oh my god, like, oh yeah, proms. Okay. There's no, <clears throat> now I gotta figure it out. Okay. Can't freak dance. Mm-hmm. There's always like some dance that you can't do at a school dance or whatever. But it seems so self defeating. Uh, Mitch, you know what I'm talking about. I no, I never went to that. Jackie, you, had a, you yes. I thought you you were aware of the I know social exactly, phenomenon. I know exactly I'm not. What you, uh, you do know that there's a thing at schools <laughs> called dances, right? We do yeah, know that these happen on occasion at yeah. schools. But nobody told me, but like, so hey, you can't do this no, dance. Nobody asked dance. you to go to oh, a dance right. on a dare, so, so you uh, never want Yeah, exactly. So I, my thing <laughs> about, like, the, the thing I think is very interesting about it is they're always like, all right, you can't do this, and like, don't get too close, you got like chaperones or whatever. But like, the whole point of the fucking gathering in the first place is a meat market. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just like, all right, we got all these fucking hormones that we know are in the air. We can't just let them go off into a fucking field and get drunk, because we know how that ends. So let's just. That's what here. I was doing. Right, yeah. So, like, Un, uh, like the the fucking structured squares, I guess, were here at a, <laughs> at a fucking sock hop. He was the one that was there to like organize the lights. I was. I wish. <laughs> no, I like wish I literally, had such a cool job. We literally, you know, we would we always like yeah. go find somebody's house and let's go there and get high or drunk and you know. We'll Every now and then, you, someone decided to make it fancy. Okay, before you did all that. And, you know, after you did all that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you do the dance or whatever. I used this, the high school uh, prom as, like, it, that was, like, the, the excuse for the parents so they could be like, oh, we won't wonder where they are all night. And then yeah. we'd go fuck well, around yeah, in the back like, of a car. Listen, like, I, like my Target high school, I didn't have, like, again, to my point, is like, I had a very limited interaction <clears> with those things. And even in that limited interaction, I was aware of the larger things. So, for for to your point about sort of smaller places where you've, you grow up faster or whatever where it's like you grow up in a social environment where there's a homecoming dance or whatever from you know like sixth seventh eighth and then all the way through high school and shit you know like it's what you know when there's all kind of other fucking dances and shit and that shit is a part of your social life it's interesting that like you're all like oh hey don't let them dance too close but i remember when my sister was kind of going through all that and there's six years separating us and she had friends over for like a thing at a clubhouse you know this place that we were you know, living it was like the clubhouse at the apartment that we were living or whatever and there were people that you know who ended up there and like my mom like fucking ran a tight ship because she's like i don't want no fucking like sketchy yeah. ass hood rat kids she's I don't like, need i'm not gonna be responsible yeah she's right? like i don't need that shit and like even then you know like running a tight whip there were still kids that ended up on a bench it was guy. They were sitting guy, girl, guy, girl, and they were basically just like they were just they were humping the shit out of each yeah. other on the bench. And then like I'm, I was at the door running everything right, so I was like, just shoot me in the face because I'm watching a bunch of grubby like middle school, high school kids or whatever, just fucking and listening to shitty music and like wanting Exercising to hate myself. Freedom, exactly. And then, like, and then they found out that these kids were, like, basically fucking on a bench. And then, like, all hell broke loose. And they got kicked out the party and shit or whatever. And I was like, y'all should have just never had a party to begin with. Well, we, I I grew up, because in New York, there's too many kids in a school. So we didn't get a dance until our senior year. There's no, I didn't, my my high school didn't have sports teams. So there's no, there's no homecoming. You do PS? You were in the PSs and all that shit? Or did you go? Oh, like, public public PS, public school? Well, no, but, like, yes, I guess for, like elementary and like junior high that exists yeah but then for high school like the school just too many kids you're not going to a dance like i didn't go to any dances in high school until senior prom that's it i had like yeah we had they have to run out of hotel or something we it's just had a bit, like no, it's a Marriott. It's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. In high school, we had like a homecoming dance just canceled because no one gave a fuck. Essentially, because they're like, it was like there were a lot of kids and they're like, oh, we can sell. But then, then on the flip side, of your point, they were just like, no one cares. And also, so there's we- no, there's no, uh, there was no prom king or prom queen because 
we had no sports teams. I was like, I went to one of these like theater. I went to one of these theater oh, schools. Yeah. So basically, there was no prom queen or prom king. But if you wanted to, wanted to, you could put your name in a hat, and they would draw one out, and they, that person got to be prom queen or prom. Wow, king. that's amazing. That's it. We did a, a good way to do it. Yeah. Just a lottery. I mean, prom prom is fucking fascinating to me. I but I've always wanted what I see on television. Like because of that, I'm like, oh my god. Do you, I want are you to, one of the people like when people throw proms? Like when people throw proms, like the idea that people are still obsessed with proms or whatever. I'm like, it's so weird. I don't know why proms still resonate with people. See, that's what I'm so saying. Much. Like I, when like when people are like, oh, like just like it's, there's a there's a million other ways that you could theme a party. You don't need to throw a fucking prom, you guys. Like you don't need to just bask in weird nostalgia. I guess I feel like it's a very bizarre. I thing. always wanted like the movies. Like I always wanted to go to school like i purposely carry my books because that's what they did in, t- in tv like i don't know why i perfectly get back that <laughs> so uncomfortable. i would purposely walk down the hall like holding my books because that's what they would do not yeah. or, or like the one shoulder they just stupid, stupid did you have glasses on back then as well too you know, to complete the look I just as well wanted someone to your hair like over. your hair yeah. pulled all the way up well i would just... walk down the hallways of school and like in, in my head i'd just be like there she goes, there she goes. Uh... i wanted it to be like that like i would purposely like you know oh maybe if I stand by my locker, that's where people come and talk to each other. The young Heath Ledger would come. No, it didn't happen like that at all. And I wanted to go to the game because I was like, oh my god, I'm going to date. I want to date the quarterback and be cheerleader. We didn't have any of that shit. We had band leader. Or they would be <laughs> they were on music hall. Mitch has like, got the most just uh, I can't even describe your face right my now. High you school. are stupefied. I feel I'm like just, I'm just you're, thinking, I don't you know. are overwhelmed. I, you understand, like, I, I had all, like, all those cliched things were all taken in place in my high school, and they were just like, I loved it. There was nothing. You did grow I, up in a teen movie. That's what we've yeah, come to establish. Essentially, was, Mitch's life is 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 like, like it's like the, the not my, another my, teen movie. My high almost. school was like you know but fast times were um, high or something. You know what I mean? But it was like, but the thing is like all that shit was like my living nightmare. Like a prom, like you're talking about like a popularity contest, uh, prudish girls, and dancing. So you, to shitty songs that I fucking hated, and I couldn't go like. So your high school's breakfast club, but you were the dirt that's like, you're so obnoxious, you're so conceited, Claire, you're so conceited. Kind of. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess if you put it that I way, guess. I suppose. I don't think I went to detention, though. I don't think I ever went to detention. Oh, and, and, and detention, they couldn't keep us after school because it was everyone's pub, it's New York City public school. Everyone takes a bus to get there, so they can't, yo, you, yo, they can't leave you behind. New York City public school. Is essentially just like it's like the fact that New York it, it can educate its populace is fucking amazing. Do you know what I mean the fact because kids are just like yo we don't give a fuck son we don't give a fuck. you gotta keep a reason to keep motherfuckers there yeah. to come back another day. Your detention would be during lunch. This like, is why you love weddings like, so much. Different table or like in a room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was that? I said this is why you love weddings so much. I got to figure it out now. I did Who? have a we did have a lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender club at my high school. Yeah, yeah. We had, we had a. I know we had a gay straight alliance. All those words were banned from the list of my high school. <laughs> you can't say them. In you Arizona. fucking grew, yeah. God. It's a wonder a little, that you, you gotta survived. Say Phoenix. All right. <laughs> it's illegal back. to be Mexican there yeah. right now. Yeah, okay. Basically. So it's you can imagine. To say the word. Mexican. Imagine. Imagine mid nineties Phoenix when like there were there was one gay person that you, you like Elton testament. John wasn't even out of the closet yet. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a testament, Mitch. To yeah. To your your perseverance, I, I survived anyway. Your resiliency. I, I realize that we never actually answered any of the questions you said you had for me. 
No, you well, know. we got to the first one, oh, so that's okay. No, I, I know we're rounding, we're rounding back here. I think we're, cool. we're talking about Judaism for a no, that was while. good. That was good. Yeah, no, it was, it was fine. It was I, a good launching point. No there. problem at all. Uh, I like you know. It, it's not like oh, here's a question, answer it, and then we move on. Yeah. The 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 moving on is the, riffing is the discussion yeah. that surrounds it. Now, and you're free to skip this, but I'm painfully uh, uh, curious about it. You have in your act a scenario which happens at a at a club wherein there are certain kinds of performers. Okay. So far we're on board. Okay. You're at a male strip think. club. Okay, yes. Okay, can we talk about this? Sure. All right, because when you told, the first time I heard you tell the joke, you were like, I literally can't believe I'm saying this on stage. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, she doesn't want to talk about this off the stage. So I thought it'd be weird. Oh, you know. okay. I've told this joke many, many times. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, yeah. This is then like, we're cool. Jack is going through the old declassified vibe. I realize if you were to talk about throwing up on dicks, then you're like, oh, yeah. So you are say you were saying that you were at a male strip club and balls were in your face and your brain was going, don't lick them, don't lick them, don't lick them. Right. Or don't open your mouth. My brain was like, don't open my mouth, don't open your mouth. And then my tongue was like, I just want to see what it is. And you did. I did a little bit. Yes. Uh, did they, I mean, was it? Was it like they were like these are floral scented? Well, because like you know when something's right there and you're kind of like almost like to push it away, my tongue was like nip, nip, like your mouth just kind of like has like reacts by like. I cannot. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's tough to. I I see that. I mean, I get what you're saying, I but do. at the same time, we are talking about balls. And the funny thing was, I wasn't alone. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that actually, like the, that doesn't seem that weird for you. Certainly, if balls were in yeah, my face, I'd be like the last thing I'd think is I better push them away with my tongue. Well, I would instead be the like... The funny thing about this was I actually was not alone. <laughs> they were like, this was like a group lap dance. It would be so weird like if you were me. alone. Oh, if you were alone, it would have been... another girl getting this lap dance because it was her bachelorette party. So, like, the guy was on both of us and we're both kind of looking at each other like, this is so bizarre what's happening because in... A, a male strip club is not like a woman's strip club. I know that much. Because a woman's strip club has rules, yeah. you know, and you yeah. can't <laughs> you can't touch the women, you can't do anything. It's male, the inverse. It's the inverse. A male strip club, they don't care. They just encourage they all the debauchery. And yeah. they will put their, your hands, like, anywhere on their body. They just put they dicks care. in your face. They will, like, yeah, yeah. touch, like, anything. Like, I watched them stop a girl from literally, like, deep-throating them. But otherwise than that, like, you can touch them all you want. So we're there, and the guy, like, I'm there with, like, the the bachelorette, and we're both kind of, and this guy's just all on us, and we're, we're kind of looking at each other, like, what do we do? This is so weird. And then we're like, is this happening? This is happening. And then before we knew it, like, he was here with his G-string, and then he moved the G-string. Bam. So it was balls. City. And it was one of those things where you're just like, no, we're, 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 like, you're trying to move your head to, like, get away from it, but, yeah, my, my, t- my tongue slipped out. Oh, that I, was it? That was, I, it wasn't like, like I'm going to lick those. It wasn't a determined lick. It wasn't like lick. a determined no. lick. But if you listen, it was the exact opposite of what Mitch had, had thought it was. No, but if you listen to my friend, tell, my friend tells it where she, like, she says that she looked at me and I went, uh, and then I, like, licked the ball or that I, like, sucked the ball. Um... But I'm going with your friend's recollection like on this one. But you're I'm pretty going sure you were dis- sober enough to uh, to remember. I was sober clearly. because I paid. Like when you go there, you have to obviously it's all cash. Do you remember the uh, name of this particular? Well, it's normally an all girls strip club, but on weekends they have guys. Then so intriguing. I think it's like yeah. Satfire or of something. Course, of course, I was Vegas. hoping it was named after one of the rare gems. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I oh call boy, his, are you in his, luck. His ball Sunday's like emerald. rare gems. Yeah. It was yeah, like a ruby yeah. in my face. <laughs> mm, 
Ruby's in my face. Uh, like Ruby's in my face could be a great underground band. So, yeah. One day. And now I gotta hear the throw up on the dick story. Mitch <laughs> is going through a whole the old classroom. I haven't oh, heard that one yet. Just, should I just come see you live again? You should, just, you should come out. We should come out and see Jackie. Maybe you should just come see that. Hey, let's I tried see, to go. The, the last time I saw you, uh, you didn't even that that show didn't even happen. Oh, well, I I was on it, but I went on way after you left too. I was waiting in the car. I promised oh, a friend it of mine. Like you just like we're like no, fuck this. I promised out. a friend of mine I would call into like. A, a, a television show that she runs where it's right, like you call right. him with sex questions. So he'd like made up a character for me and I was going to be this girl who like called him with like a sex question. So they told me, they're like, we're going to call you at this and this time. And I was like, okay, I'll wait for the call. But they didn't put me on the air. I sat there waiting while the whole episode took place and I was like sitting in my car just getting pissed. And then like, they didn't even use me. They were like, oh, sorry, maybe next time. And I was like, no, no, you are not allowed to call me again. Yeah. Like, never. I gave you 40 minutes of my life, sat here waiting <laughs> yeah. in a car to, t- I have other things to do. I was like, no, don't call me again. No. And then you still went up and. And then I did the show. Yeah. It was in actually front great. Of three people. I had a great time. All right. It was like the guy who ran the show, his mother and his girlfriend. And I had a great time. That's what I saw when I was there. I was like, there's. But shows like I'm that just, are good for me know. because then I don't have to worry about actually like performing. I could just talk to them. And sure. so I actually said thing came up with things that said things I'd never actually said before on stage. And it actually worked. And I had a few new things after it. Too. Did you tape it? Yes, I did. All right. Kudos. Which is yeah. big on taping things. I'm trying to get weird. I, I have, I have a bad at, habit of always forgetting. I think mainly because I host so much, and I'm like, yeah. Well, you should always at least like, then yeah. tape like your first set that you're doing, like the up top set. I don't. I don't. Uh, but I, uh, I always audio tape. I have to get better at videotaping because then otherwise, when I know there's a video camera, I it throws me off. Mm. I become self conscious of what I'm doing yeah. as opposed to, like I so I should video more. Yeah, I mainly I get more. When you have a purse, you're set. You know. I have to like wear. I have to bring it in my jacket and carry but all I'm my lazy camera and equipment. And shit. And I don't usually remember to bring it. How long does the show go for? Two hours. Oh, okay. You're an hour in. <laughs> just out of curiosity. Are you like, worried that it's going too long? No, I was just looking. I was like, oh, they're nowhere near wrapping up. <laughs> we've no, hit. No, we've no. hit a minute. <laughs> hit an hour ten. No, from seven to eight, oh, Jew talk. Right? Okay. And then eight to eight thirty, it's and I've dick I've, talk. I, and then, I can guarantee you, in the fucking list, of, I would never imagine. I've, oh man, I didn't expect anybody to ever just. Uh, that's good. That's so good. We've never people had anybody. Ask, people have asked that before. No, like, how long do you guys usually? No, go? no. They, yeah, they never, asked you beforehand, like yeah, off yeah, camera. No, I don't, you I remember don't, Jesse Case? Like the first time he was on, he's like, Jesse, you do two hours? Jesse, like, why would you?" Jesse do that? Case. Yeah. Jesse Case. Uh, he's like, "How long is your morning commute here to China?" Jesse Case and Jackie Gold. That's it. Those are the only two guests that have ever on air. That have ever on air just asked, "How long am I here?" Does it feel too long? You okay. No, it feels fine. Right. I just was like, oh, if they need to start ramping up, I'm still yapping no, about. It's good. No, no, go ahead, yap away. We're, we're yeah. uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll extend the time if there's a good story. <laughs> I mean, it's it's it's, uh, it's fine. Uh, I can go into like uh, you know various links and so on and so forth. What you got in the hopper, uh, Mitch? <clears throat> in the hopper. Uh, I got an Indiegogo project, not I have, but found an Indiegogo project for a smartphone based breathalyzer. For uh, $125,000? No, no. that's They're trying to raise money to make them, you see. Oh, so the breathalyzer be... itself is only 20 bucks. So what is it, though? What's interesting, you know, it's... Who it's still like, contributes it, after somebody reaches their goal? 
uh, people who want to get in on a pre-sale of the thing. They're trying oh, to raise okay. money Oh, okay. Because I was like, oh, you already reached your goal. Why am I doing this? Yeah. Um, now, the thing <laughs> is... <laughs> Listen, I don't got a lot of money just be throwing around, yeah, motherfuckers, yeah. okay? I got my own goals. If I'm giving my $25 it's, it's, it's bringing to reality. It brings to reality the... the uh, Thousands of comedians you've heard in your time uh, make the, oh, why doesn't my smartphone have a breathalyzer to keep me from drunk texting? Yeah. This will do that. So that does that. So that, is this what that's for, though? Stop you from dry, is that now, you check before you drive? You can do that, but if it notices you're drunk, then you can't text for like a good really? hour. Really? Isn't there, isn't there fucking Japanese phones, though, it's that like are already on that shit? In the, Japan, I feel like Japan is always always forty years ahead. Really, Bill Cosby? How do you really feel about Japan? <laughs> I feel like Japan. You Japanese have got the cellular technology to prevent these things from happening. Well, also the Japanese are the same people who brought you bageling. Had anybody ever seen that? Bageling. Mitch, see if you can Google that real fast. What is it's bagel? called? Right in ba- right in Bagelhead. Bagelhead or bagelhead? Bagelhead. Oh, you're talking about like the the silicone. They do a saline. Now that's in not. No, that's been around. Shape it like a bagel. That's so been around since the like 90s. That's been around since the 90s. It not started Spock. in Phoenix with that being. Uh, I'm not even making this a, up. Mitch was there for the first bageling. He was there for it. I say uh, I say this. Uh, I'm being sincere. Um, the guy who started uh, BME Body Modification Ezine. Uh, and, uh, the guy who, uh, started what later became Halo, forgot the name of it now, and I forget his name, and I feel really terrible because he just passed away like two, three weeks ago, but they were like the people who started, like, you know, that, that made, they were the first persons, to, first people to like do tongue piercings and stuff like that. I remember the first time I read about body modification, and, and it was uh, like, these- HTC, HTC was the famous piercing shop in Phoenix, and Steve, ooh, it's killing me, but, um, uh, Steve, uh, Steve Hayworth. That's the guy I'm thinking of. Steve Hayworth he came he up care with if you the give him credit. Well, but people who were like big fans of him, like, were crying all, all for like you know, when he when he died, like for two weeks afterwards. And I had a bunch of different. <laughs> that just reminded me of another. Just diary blew entry. up my <laughs> blew up my Facebook. <laughs> I want to hear about. Diary. Go ahead. What is it? It was a diary entry when I was at summer camp where I was like. Lindsay and Danielle are crying about some guy named Jerry Garcia dying. He was in Grateful Dead. I, I've never, I don't even like their music. I've never heard a song. Like, <laughs> I was like, I think they suck. I've Man, never heard any of their songs. A young Jackie Gold was just fucking full of braggadocio. Well, at least she was right about the Grateful Dead. So, you know, we can put that on there. Jackie didn't um, give a fuck. Anyway, about my point is, they, suck. they, they did those injections and they would do different. I have it in books. I have a book from fucking. 2002 or 2001 that was written by them where they show the process and everything else like that. So, haha, that was not the Japanese. The thing, I think they make a lot of weird shit in Japan. They do a lot a of lot strange of things, shit. but bageling would not be... Maybe calling it bageling. Although, why would they? I'm not sure. But, uh, I feel like... So, so like, this will this will shut you down from texting, though, right? This will shut you down. Uh, it's, it, that's one of the proposed uh, uh, uses for it. Is like if you if you. What are some of the, the other u- proposed the, uses? The the idea, I mean, right off the bat, is just like, oh, check your your BAC before you drive. Right. You know that kind of thing. See what limit. You, what, what are the things you get at. if you uh, signed uh, up? Let's see, a holiday breathometer, which is the. Um, it a, stops you from going to your relative's house if you're. <laughs> I guess drunk. I don't. I, I assume yeah. it's like special colors and shit. Um, there's the uh, in a, yeah. Like it looks like a lot of them are like, like, like these are like yeah. It's, it's like a Kickstarter kind of thing, special with colors and shit. Wait, it has an Uber yeah, breathometer. Indie, Indiegogo right? and Kickstarter Uber are the same thing, basically. And gets you a text. Yeah. 
taxi. Yeah, the, they were just talking about like some of the proposed ideas, and one of them was the texting thing, and that's kind of why I brought it up. Because I guess my thing is like, so you have this, it, and you're like, w- oh, a couple if more you're drink, the kind and then I'm of person to drive. If you're the kind of person who regularly makes the mistake of drunk texting and saying the wrong thing. Is having a, a blood alcohol Absolutely content not. analyzer not connected to your phone, is that going to stop you? Yes, of course not. But I feel, I feel like that's the thing where it's like, okay, so what are we, what are we really rolling? What are we rolling this all out it, for? All, all it does, if you have your own little back uh, machine, uh, all it does it's is... It's a party trick. It, yeah, sure it just fuck. encourages like near-death alcoholism. Yeah. Because you're like, I'm going to blow a higher number than you. <laughs> Give me another three. You know what I think is fascinating, That's though, what is that I feel like the thing that's interesting is that the technology for this tech, like, already has existed for a while. Uh, of course, it's it's primarily found within the prison system, where now there are certain parole conditions where if you get, uh, you know, a DUI or DWI, you have to blow at five times throughout the course of the day, every single day, throughout really? your whole parole. So we're talking 6 a.m., and then it's at 1 p.m., and then at 5 p.m., and then at 11 p.m. And then, and so it like no matter where you are, you have a breathalyzer on you, and you blow in, and it's set to you know trigger back in. So if you go someplace and you blow over whatever your probation limit is, you automatically go back to jail. Get a warrant as sent out for your arrest on the fucking spot. Are you, are you guys familiar? Are you guys uh, familiar with Josh Adam Myers comic? I don't know if I know the name. So he had this actually happened to him. He has a great story about this. So I hope I don't butcher it. But he like when he first was here in L.A., he was like doing tons of drugs and drinking like crazy. And he'd had the DUI and he had had the machine in his car. I heard about the machine that you have to blow into to start your car. So after like a night of partying, like in the in like a Hollywood house, he knew that he was wasn't going to be able to make this. So he calls a taxi. The taxi comes and he goes, look, dude, I just need you to blow into this for me. <laughs> the taxi driver blows into the into the breathalyzer, fails, and he can't start his car. Oh, oh, he had to get man. his car towed. The taxi driver failed the breathalyzer That's into amazing. his car. amazing. Wow. No, I didn't see. I was going to say what, what my understanding is that, that <laughs> shortly after they released that one, like the one they use now is is it's like every 10 minutes. Oh, like as you're driving, you yeah, gotta keep, cause yeah. they probably knew that someone's like, just get this key, like his 10 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, exactly. I think the great, I think the thing that's more. So they have a tube that's like. Right. Yeah. But I think it's more interesting though, where it's like, listen, if you get a DUI though, right? And that's the whole, and the whole point is like, you've got fucking substance abuse problem. Okay, and we know that, and it's the same thing, right? What we always talk about, we're like, well, why is marijuana illegal versus alcohol? And there's no real good reason at all, you know? Yeah. And the fact that DUIs kill so many people. I think it's fucking amazing that it's so, like, there's only a few states, I think, and I think California is one of them that is, uh, has got this technology, but, uh, so like all our celebrities are fucked. Uh, <laughs> but, but I mean, I think it's fucking amazing that they're like, listen, like, we got five, it's literally like clockwork where, uh, and I think the, the, where I was reading about it is, um, they're doing a profile, uh, it was in Playboy magazine actually, but it's on the DOC who is a rapper who sort of ghostwrites for Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and wrote all the shit behind the chronic and all of Dre's shit or whatever. And so it was kind of following him and his career arc and he got his, he got in an accident and like got his fucking throat 
just ruined as a as a as he had a feeding tube shoved really? down. Uh, this is like right when Death Row Records was about to blow up and shit, and he was going to be part of that. He was, right, he was going to have his own career. Yeah, like he he like he wrote, you know, like he was writing. He like he he still ghostwrites to this day for all the shit that Dre and Snoop does or whatever. And yeah. he's ghostwriting on Detox. And so right when all that was blowing up, and he had his own single, gets in an accident because he's fucking drunk and high and shit. And then in the hospital, they try and give him a feeding tube, and he starts thrashing around, and it just destroys his vocal cords. So he's just ruined forever. So all he can do now is just write and rap and just sort of teach people the craft and shit. But as part of his probation, because he's obviously just been in a world of just fucking depression and you know sadness forever and a lot of shit. Uh, that's that's how you like that's how you find out about this program. And I think it's fucking incredible though, where it's like I feel like it's depressing that it took us that long to really crack down on DUIs because I feel like if any crime deserves like five times a day, of course you blow in because yeah. we all know. And I think the thing too, especially for comedians, is that like it all too close to home hits you know with like you know friends and shit who yeah. have like barely survived or whatever. So it's like I wish that I fucking had like just an art like a closet full of them, and I'd be like just blow. And if you don't well, blow in, man, just as a human being, I'm like it's just. It's not all about you. Like when I just hear people bragging about like driving drunk or yeah. like, I'm like, it's not cool. I'm not impressed that you do it. I'm not impressed. Like, oh my God, I was so fucking wasted. And I'm like, I'm not impressed. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's actually, I kind of find it disgusting. Be it, you're a grown adult. Take care of your you shit. Know, I think like, Kanye is one of the weird, I think Kanye had a few lyrics about like drinking and driving, which I think is weird because he had his whole fucking face ruined in a car accident. Wasn't his mother die in a car accident too? I'm not sure if she died in a car accident, but like him personally, he got his fucking face smashed, you know, in a car accident. That was his whole through the wire. That was like his big breakthrough single. And he has a line. He's like, thank God I ain't too cool for the safe belt. It's like, it's fucking weird. You got, you can't like, do you know what I mean? Like the dissonance of human beings always amazes me, son. Right, right. And I, I think well, it's more like human beings trying to be cool. Everyone thinks like they all, it's all about you know making an impression. Cool is the worst well, thing that ever happened to people. That's that's the uh, when it comes to like comedy and like what you can say and what you can't say is like I always say like I wouldn't want to censor anybody, but I do think that there are things that you shouldn't say on stage because they're socially irresponsible. That would be one of them. Another one is jokes about not using condoms. As weird as that sounds. I'm, I get kind of offended from a socially irresponsible. I've seen standpoint. Mitch. I've seen Mitch like like unsheath a, like a dagger, being like, "I'm about to stab this motherfucker if he makes one more." Well, I get. I, I get, get. It bothers reckless, me. Like, bareback. Here's joke. why. It's like because it's it's too because the thing you is, know how somebody's I am going like yeah everybody hates condoms. Didn't you hear that, honey? You know yeah. it's like that kind of like uh, by making uh, it, it's really the by same reason. Light of it, you're like telling. It's the same it's reason okay. you shouldn't be like you shouldn't tell homophobic or racist jokes on stage necessarily is because it's socially responsible to make it sort of seem okay and cool to uh, be just a terrible piece of shit of a human being. Right. Another Spreading thing, AIDS and racism. Another thing that bothers me when people say it, it actually just makes me laugh. This doesn't have the same thing to do. It's not a social topic. But <laughs> nothing makes me laugh more than when you see like a guy on stage who's like always like the, the, the last guy you ever expect to be getting laid and he's just like so I'm fucking some chick and I just lose it. <laughs> because I'm like, no, you're not. Like, already guy was like, so my girlfriend. I'm like, no, you lost me. I don't believe a word you're going to say. I wrote this joke six years ago when I had a girlfriend yeah, right. for a week and I still but use it. I was like, so yeah. me and my girlfriend. I'm like, nah, done, check. Don't believe a word that's coming out of your mouth. Like, that's a very, very flimsy premise, sir. <laughs> Next. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, now it doesn't matter what you say. You could say you were riding unicorns. I'm not going to believe a word that comes out of your mouth. The whole suspension of belief thing just gets lost very Dumb. quickly within comedy. Yeah, it's, it's always very- like some nerdy boy or some or something that I'm just like, oh no, no, you weren't fucking no chicks. And you I have no girlfriend. I remember seeing like a heckling <laughs> video on on YouTube where it was a guy who was like, it was about like nineteen, twenty years old, and sort of sort of built. And he was talking about something where he was like, I was fucking this girl or something like that. And and there was a girl in the audience that laughed like, No, you weren't, or something like that. And he got into it with, Well, you don't think I get laid? And it was just the weirdest. Like watching it, you're like, Wow. You don't. You like you yeah, just you let. Yeah, you don't. Right. You just you let this don't. heckler like destroy you, and you're making it worse. Yeah. Like he just he falls in this spiral of like you don't think I could totally get laid. Well, because all Chicks these guys, all shit. those yeah. like macho guys, are just like right, like just one insult away from just completely crumbling yeah. their entire. I might be five foot four, but I'm mighty. You know, right? Yeah. It's like one of the things. Like even if you are in fact getting laid, it's so eroding your essence that you're just you're that vulnerable to attack. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like yeah. like a stranger in an audience shouting out, "No, you don't!" Should not yeah, be able should not to crush your <laughs> should not, entire basis. Should not derail your entire fucking. You yes, and them, and you go, "You're right," but just go with it for the sake of the joke, and then everybody's on board. Yeah, and then she's she's. Like ah, this guy. All right, awesome. You're like, well, it happened you know once, what? like maybe years ago. Maybe he does ago. get laid. Yeah. He has a personality. Yeah, right. Like, maybe yeah yeah. 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 What if? Yeah. What if I have feelings and people react to them, yeah. and I, I enjoy I intimate it. settings with people? You don't know. We, we, My I favorite mean, are actually hecklers that just that tell stories. Like you ask them, like, how long have you guys been together? They're like, well, we originally met back in. I'm like, oh no, 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 no. You apparently did not get the memo on audience. I got heckled by a, a meth head. Uh, I think uh, this past week. Heckled, you walked into his conversation. He <laughs> no, was having a conversation. No, you just started no. telling jokes they, over this it. This is this is at this is at the old Formosa Cafe, so it's outdoors. And I was just I was just winding down a set, and uh, and I just heard just like belligerent yelling from somewhere off to the side, and it was this dude who was dressed in like 1988 MTV Spring Break garb. Like he looked like he just got done filming a vignette with Pauly Shore. <laughs> Uh, and he was just, just yelling things. Like, no one even understood what he was saying, but he just was like, just, just fucking, just, just yelling. And like, I was originally looking at the wrong person in the crowd who I think thought that I was gonna beat the shit out of him after the show, cause he was like, it was not me. Like, it was, he's just like, was pointing behind him. He's like, it's like, it's not me. And then we, fucking laid eyes on this crazy dude. That's who, what I'm saying. The meth guy was having a conversation. Yeah, you happened no. to do your comedy right. show around his conversation. We really should Yeah, he tried to apologize to me afterwards and like let me know that he was trying to set me up uh, for success, actually, by making himself look like an asshole. That uh, is what most, he- most hecklers think they're helping. Right, yeah. For the most part. Yeah. And like, that's why it's like, okay, if you just acknowledge them for like five seconds and let them be like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hopefully they'll just shut up. But it, I did not get that. I did not get that luxury here. So, and thankfully it was at the very end. So I was going to leave anyway. So I was right. just like, well, this just is very unfortunate for whoever has to come up next. Like, hopefully we get the crazy person away from just being here outside of bars yelling at people. So, what are you looking up? Mitch? Yeah, what are you furiously clicking? I was trying to, I was trying to find that clip, but I couldn't find it. Of him saying bar mitzvah? No, of the of the muscly young guy that was like, that was like, you don't think I get laid? And it was, it's, I don't know, it's it. The the unfortunate thing is that you go to you, you know, somebody uh, once a month, somebody's like, oh, you guys, heckler gets destroyed or whatever, and you're like, fine, I'll watch it. And they usually it's pretty never good. Destroying. It's. But, I love when people always say, I'm like, ah. Oh, 
You, handle, like, you handled it the way anybody would handle it. Yeah. I, I'm never well, like super I mean, ideally, impressed yeah. by the way it goes down. I'm like, oh, okay. It's, it's, it, the, the sad thing is you get, you know, and then they're showing the related videos, and you're like, well, now I gotta see what happens. Cause it's always something like, gets punched, and you're like, well, I'm gonna watch that one. And it doesn't get punched, and then you watch the whole yeah. thing, and it's like, see the, see, episode, see part two. You wanna keep yeah. it down in there, Teddy? So, uh, yeah, it was, it, it, that's what happened. You just ended up going through this. I think that, I think that YouTube is, is, uh, definitely, uh, leading to a rise of hecklings. Because I think that there are people that are like, oh, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be. I think there really are people who think they are supposed to. Because I've been at shows where people are like, oh, like, no, and they're like, no, they like it when you talk back to them. They like when you say things. I'm like, yeah, no, like, no, uh, that's not. Mm-mm. It does you know, seem... you know what we like when you say like, ha, very fun. We like that. Yep. We don't like anything else. Well, it's like that video they show at the uh, Hollywood Improv before every show, Todd Glass, where he's yeah, like, nobody gets kicked out for laughing too hard. And, and then he, talk. he goes, oh, and now you're like, we don't know if we want to come in. Yeah, because you were going to bad, talk. A, yeah, yeah, I had a bad run with just the most obnoxious people in the audience. I had another show where I had to kick uh, uh, another lady. almost got kicked out because she was just she was doing the thing where she was having a conversation and then trying to match the volume of the performer on the microphone. Oh, Jesus. To, and to the point yeah. where you're just like, what, like, uh, what, what, what's, what are you yeah. doing right now? What yeah. are you doing? And then when I, when I got up there, cause I was hosting and I was like, are you done? Are you done? Are you done chatting? And then the dude that was with her pulled the whole, you don't talk to her that way. You don't talk, you don't talk to her that yeah, way. Yeah. And you shouldn't talk to her. You should take her out there. <laughs> there I was like, you oh, brought this animal God, here. Fucking, Why are you doing this? Fucking pathetic, man. You're fucking pathetic. But it's just that thing where it's like, I, I am curious about the moment when they have that moment of realization of like it is us against a whole fucking room of people. They don't realize because especially in in L.A. Well, they were hammered too. Later so on entitled, yeah. So everyone thinks that like it's okay if I talk because I'm me. Yeah, yeah. But like that's why like anywhere else like when you're doing comedy anywhere else like people the audiences are appreciative that like, it really is L- if performing in LA for too it. long really just fucks with your whole it skews your whole perspective of the whole audience of performing interactor because you go anywhere else and they're like oh shit entertainment they're so happy P- professionals to see you. Yeah. what are you shitting me yeah. people who actually know their craft that's not just like some asshole that I live next door to who tells me they've got good stuff or whatever it's a very you know it's fucking if there was only some way to bridge the divide more frequently yeah, well, I mean, well, also, I mean, here everyone's so jaded. They can see all these it, comments. It, there was what was that article we discussed uh, from the Chicago Tribune? Yeah, yeah, where Chicago Tribune, where where they put forth the argument that like, no, heckling helps. That's a good show there, right, yeah. and it's like. These aren't just like some drunk idiot who's like rambling after a show to you. This is somebody who sat down, uh, is a assumingly writer for so- something, assuming major sober, publication, like thought about it, penned a novel of it. You know what I mean? Just like I'm gonna make a solid point here. And I think it's because there has been a success of videos of like, oh well, that's a good, that's a true comic, someone who can really actually react to the audience. Well, and yeah, yeah, the sure. audience. also talks about too, where like comics are, you know, like also do the thing where, like, look at me destroy a heckler, you know, I'm crush a heckler, whatever. Which is that's what we were talking about when you were slamming pots in the bathroom. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, that's very dumb. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it's a thing where it's like, I feel like that's. I feel like as a comedian, if you have one video on YouTube of you quote unquote destroying a heckler, uh, you are now invited all of the hecklers yeah. to come out. 
It's sort of like if you're the world heavyweight boxer and you're like, yeah, come at me. Everybody's like, oh, that's the guy. I got to take him out. Yeah, right? No one's not. No one's going to decline the invitation and be like, yeah, I'm just going to just decline all this attention yeah. for free. Those but are also two you know. words that I would like stricken from any comics vocabulary. Like, unless you actually like sold out a huge arena where people came to see you, you do not get to say that you murdered and you killed. Like every yeah. comic that I see, it's like, oh my God, guys, I just crushed, I just killed this and this. I was like, you know, I was there, right? Yeah, right. You know that people saw you. Like, you didn't kill. Like, everyone just uses that term so frequently. And they only do it because of, like, the social media now. Everybody wants other people to see, oh, look, I was so great at this in this show that I did. Yeah. We talked about that before. It was, like, where it's very awkward to, like, go on Twitter or Facebook and tell people that you, like, killed or something like that. Yeah, I could, I'm all about, like, yeah. had a great show at blah, blah, blah. Had a great yeah, time. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. This show was amazing. It was a great crowd this tonight. So this great. was a this was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. One of my favorite shows Had a lot ever. of One fun. Of good yeah. to see but, the very, like, good to see And it's yeah. always some comic who's just above open mic level. Like, just started really, right, like, that's right. like, I murdered! And I was like, I will slash your face. <laughs> you did not do any, I will stab you in the throat. At like, reply block. Yeah. Like, you didn't murder, you didn't kill. Like, unless you really have someone rolling down in the head. Like, you Which know, I think it's one of those things that's very amphitheater. It's very unique murder. to comedy. And I think that's kind of Kind of one of the things that... Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I don't follow many uh, no, no, no. up-and-coming bands, but I guarantee you that there's there's bands out there like, man, we destroyed at the whiskey tonight or something. I'm sure that's the case. You know what, though? I feel like there is... like I feel like in the sense of... Uh, with the bands or whatever, you know, like if you've got four... It would say crush. Right? If, you, if you've got like four or six people or whatever out for a show, for a band... You're gonna have to push a lot harder to delude yourself. To like, yeah, we fucking ripped it tonight. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas with comedy, it's that sense of like, if I can't entertain these six people individually, the fuck am I gonna do for sixty people or six hundred or six thousand? Do you sure, know what I'm saying? Sure. So like, I, that's the point that I'm trying to make in that regard. Where I feel like bands wouldn't be as quick in a, an audience of twelve people to go out and tell everybody we just killed and you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, because people would be like, isn't that that's like that's the show that you invited us all to that we didn't go to? Yeah, and, nobody was there. But like at comedy, there's a thing where like like unlike the various other arts and crafts, comedy is sort of at the fucking bottom of the ladder in terms of respect. And so, you know what I'm saying? Like, when people will be like, oh, yeah, I'll go out and see a band. I'll go out and see, you know, your recital and shit. Like, oh, a comedy yeah. show. Well, because it, because it, it, it commands so much of your attention. And the other thing I've said before is like... Comedy, most people always assume they can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's mm-hmm. what it is. I think that the, one of the other... I, oh, I didn't fucking... Specifically, I'm like, most, mostly for, like, movies and stuff, is, like, if it's a bad movie, it's at least funny. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this is so bad, you should watch it. Nobody says that about a comedy. Nobody's like, oh, you have to see this terrible Rob Schneider movie. It's just so bad. Because it's like, you're like, you're like offended that it's not funny when it tries to be funny. But somehow, if something tries to be something else and it fails, that's funny. Yeah. So it's like you can watch it for the comedic aspect. Right. Like but like you'll break But I think in spite of it. <laughs> you, did you see well, I'm that? I'm never going to see that. Oh no. my God. I'm never gonna I see went that. with some friends of mine and just off my facial, facial expressions alone, she was like, I'm going to get you the script. Because it's just like, I just watching, I'm like, what the fuck is it? I can't. I can't. It's just I can't, J- and James Franco is the only thing that's good in it. But it's awful. It's not even, it's not even so bad. It's funny because it is so painful. It's just like, 
Them just going like spring break. Yeah, it's terrible. Spring break. Uh, I have oh, no it's interest. A crime thriller. Yeah, I, I have no interest in seeing that. But I think your point though about comedy being something that people think that they can do plays a huge role in it because sure, it's that idea of you make one silly ass remark or whatever at work or somewhere, and people are like, oh yeah, fucking, you should be a comedian. I mean, like it's, it's like like there's never a time when people are like, you should be a fucking guitarist or you should. Yeah. Be a fucking you rock, should be a plumber. Right? You should be a playwright. Or you yeah. should be a rock star or, or a fucking film director. Do you know, I mean, that doesn't happen. But I also think what is what also gets in the way is bad comics. There are way too many bad comics. Oh, Jesus and that's Christ. what happens yeah, is course. everybody watches it, sees horrible comics, and then goes, oh, I could do this. Too. It's so easy well, for that's, hack that's they, comedy to get a large platform. That's what people, because it's one of those, those things comedy. is like, um, if you've ever wondered, uh, like... Uh, if you need a push to get yourself up on stage, they say go see a go see a bad comedy show. There's like nothing. And that's the same thing that happened to me. Like the first time I went to see a comedy show, it was like a I don't want to say open mic, but yeah. sort of like an amateur night. But it was at the Irvine Improv, and I was like, I didn't laugh once the whole thing. And there was literally guys up there like I'm a plumber in my day job, and yeah. then then they went on and they told like plumber jokes, and I was like, oh, I'm better than that. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. And that that is the motivation though, because the other thing is that in the case of you know, a play, you're like, oh, I'd have to memorize all those lines the same exactly you know like what it, that. If it's a band, it's like, well, I'd have to be able to sing or, like, keep a beat at least or something. Comedy is like, oh, talking? I can do that. Yeah, like, but I, I feel like that's the thing, though, Just that no one... Talking? I feel like that is part of where, like, you know, as sort of human civilization and things of that nature progress or whatever, and the art of the comedian sort of gets reassessed. And we go back to enlightenment principles, you know? It's not really... That idea of, oh, I can talk on stage and make a bunch of dumbasses laugh. I mean, like, that's never, ever really what comedy has been about. It's always been about the idea that, like, I can walk into a room of strangers and fucking build some sort of tie of sympathy around some sort of idea. It's basically to find a common thread between you and this this room full of strangers. Any group of people, no matter what the circumstances are. And to make people happy. Yeah, right? But, like, but you make people happy, though, like, by fundamentally showing them that someone who's very different from them can sort of understand the larger basic condition, right? I mean, that's always what it's been about. But, like, it's so... I mean, like, to the point largely about L.A. or whatever, that's not what is profitable. Do you know what I mean? Well, there's no money in here in L.A. Right, You're there's no money here in L.A. Comedy in L.A. You can't make money in comedy in L.A., but L.A. is the place where comedy sort of gets culturally exported elsewhere, essentially. Yes. And that's where we've kind of, as comedians, really been in a fucking bind because... It's to sort of go back to what we were talking about earlier with the whole home base conversation, LA versus New York. If you're in New York, there's a whole comedy cultural epicenter. You know, there's well, there's UCB. I remember <coughs> I uh, had a conversation. I did a show when I very when I first started with uh, Eddie Brill, who's a comic and also was the uh, Letterman Booker for like years and years and years, mm-hmm. and he still is uh, the warm up guy over at Letterman. And I remember having this conversation with him because I just started and I was like, oh, I live in LA. Um, what do you, like, what do you recommend? What do you think is better, like New York or LA? And he's like, if all you want is stand up comedy, New York is where you should be. If you want anything else for yourself, LA. And that's true. I mean, that's why, like, you know, if you were, if all you really want, if you're just a, a stand up comic, 
New York is really the epicenter, I guess. Right. That, but say. if you want to sort of, if you want to say, well, I'm really good at this craft, but I want to kind of leverage it into something else, then everyone goes out to LA at some point. Here. Exactly. That's, that's, that's why, that's why there's no real sort of fundamental LA comedy scene. It's why it's just a bunch of different factions and shit because no, like there's no, you know what I'm saying? Like it's not. It's not really like in the people who are like it, there's no there's no sort of uh, economic foundation to really sort of support it. Whereas in New York, you can do a bunch of small shows and shit. And like there's 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 some kind of fucking well, there's a lot of small shows out here, too. They're small, but like they're so off the radar. Whereas no, there's so many small ones that are huge. Well, I mean, that, like that, meltdown comics. I don't think those are small. I don't wouldn't call those small anymore. I feel like I feel like they're starting. The ones, there's like a five of them at Bar Lubitsch that are. Pretty I feel big. like those I feel like those shows have well, started I mean, to generate uh, the 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 difference is basically uh, it seems like in. in New York comedy is such an institution that like there there's no there's a chasm between Comedy Cellar, Caroline's, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and like Joe's Coffee Shop. Right. Whereas like out here, there's a gradient between. Well, that here the same comics you see at the like, Improv and the Comedy Store are also at Joe's Coffee Shop. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Where in New York, actually in New York, sometimes it would be too. I mean, also. And as a New Yorker, I always held New York comedy to like a higher standard where I was like, oh, like even though I started, even though I'm a New Yorker, I started in LA. So I don't know if I'll be good enough for, you know, New York standards. Sure, sure. I have to tell you, there's good comedy in New York and there's good comedy in LA and there's shitty comedy in LA and there's shitty comedy in New York. There is. No, I mean, I mean, I don't think anyone can dispute that. I think the one thing that would maybe differentiate it is the fact that. Out in LA, you find a lot more instances, it seems, of people who are doing stand-up comedy because it's a resume expander. Yes. As opposed to, like, I have this overwhelming desire to do something that's very abnormal. Yes, that that's just, a very interesting Yeah, yeah and so yeah. And I feel like that, and I feel like that's sort of the distinctive part where, like, if you're doing stand-up comedy in a much smaller place, right? Like, Minneapolis or fucking uh, Des Moines or just, you know, like an, 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 you're doing even, it because you love it. Right. And you like or, to like, do even it. like, a, even like yeah, Houston yeah. or whatever, you know, like, you're like, I'm doing it in this, like, this, it's a big market technically, but, like, no one gives a fuck about stand-up comedy in those places. Yeah. You're doing it because I want to get good enough to go. To well, one also, of the bigger you're, stages. You're doing it in Des Moines. All you're doing is hosting and featuring because all those headliners are coming in from L.A. anyway. Right. Exactly. So you're like, I'm trying to get good enough to go to this place or whatever. And then when you decide which place you're going to, that's when it comes back to the question that you're bringing up, which is where, like, where do you go? Right. So if I really just want to get much better at the craft, I'm just going to go straight to New York and soak in for a while. But if I want to fucking start doing auditions and do commercial shit and do some more sketch stuff or whatever and really branch out. I'll do I mean, LA. There, there is definitely a uh, uh, a thorn in the side of comedians in LA, uh, and I, I would be one of the comedians who's thorn in my side. Where you go to a club and uh, somebody's on the bill who brought like fifteen of their uh, fellow actor friends to watch them like stumble through a one man skit. Right. Yeah. So why are you even like, going to those shows? Well, I'm not. To, I'm not. To, I don't go to their shows. You're booked on the show. Like, you know with what I'm saying? Them. Like you're on the show with them. Oh. And you're doing it. You're doing it. If I even and see they a show smart. is a show like that, I'm like, nope. No, you wouldn't it. know it. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's it's it, like an ambush. You wouldn't know it the... because if I if I know that I don't know any of those names on this show, no, it, we're like, talking oh, about well, like in a in a lineup it. where you're like, okay, I know three of my friends are going to be there. You don't know the full lineup. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not necessarily uh, advertised. Everybody on the lineup isn't necessarily advertised in advance, and you're going there, and it's like, oh, you know, this this entire row is here to see, you know. So on and so forth, and you're like, I've never heard of them. Mm-hmm. And then they go up, and it's Painful. you. You immediately know. 
<laughs> you immediately know this person is, is in an acting class with these fucking jackass. Because the way that they do their comedy is basically like an uh, like That's an audition true, for yeah. a film. It's like it's <laughs> like they're doing the presenta- presentation is a good do, way to describe yeah, it though. It's they're trying to do a character. It's like a self PowerPoint. They're talking about yeah. like I was talking to my mother and she says, you know, and it's like oh crap. The one thing it's, I also hate and I hate head. when comics do this is I don't like when comics blame an audience and I don't like when comics talk down to an audience like I don't care if you're doing a show in an Italian restaurant and it's like six people there and then they're like what the fuck would oh fuck would be why who the fuck would come to this place I'm like they did these six people came to this place for this comedy show why mm-hmm. would you insult them for being right, here right. yeah and I also why would they laugh at you now right and I also hate when people tell a joke or, or comics who think they're too smart for their audience like comics who think like oh I'm so smart and then the nobody laughs and they're like oh you just don't get it and I'm like well then who's your joke for you know when people are like, oh, you don't get it. I'm like, well, obviously any audience you've ever gone to just doesn't get it. So either yeah. you need to write some new material or stop blaming the audience for not getting your shit. Right. Become a better communicator. It's yeah. a it's an entirely one-way communication medium. They're the ones who have to get it. Right. So if you're so pretentious and smart that your words are just too right. sophisticated for them, write something that's else. A, that's, a, that's the thing that I that I fucking enjoy about comedy and that I, that I, I also find that, that, you know, very, it's always fascinating to me when people pull that card because it's, it's, it's it is the thing that's appealing, which is it's an entirely one-way medium. It is, I'm talking, you're listening, you're interpreting, you're laughing, but you're not, I don't give a fuck about your feedback. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't give any, like, we're not having a town hall meeting. I'm not soliciting questions from you. I'm just telling you what's going on in this world, and you're, rea- yeah. you're reacting, or you're not reacting. That's it. I just get so mad when they're like, oh, you don't get it. I'm like, they're even so, it's, you just didn't write a good joke. And usually it's not because they were trying to be so smart. It's because their joke is not a good joke. And right. It's like you have like, no. I've 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 reached a place where I feel like at least a third of uh, of people, especially particularly in Los Angeles, should just spend the money that they invest in comedy and therapy sessions more so. Go from perhaps two to four times a week. Uh, that's where I'm at right now, essentially. Uh, after making the rounds. Is anybody saying. saying anything on the chat room? No. No. <laughs> Comedy conversations tend to uh, just kill audiences. All right, let's talk about something else then. That's fine. I intend to. That's why I. Didn't well, we've already lost so all of them. Now it's right. the point of us talking about something now. Yeah, still recorded. It'll still be up for people to listen to. And you know, while they're driving, they're like, "Oh, this is what it's like to be a comedian." A lot of a lot of complaining. <laughs> I, I, it is. Uh, so, uh, Cal- Colorado is looking to become the sort of Napa Valley of weed. Well on their way. Shout out to Hickenlooper, baby. John Hickenlooper, you're killing it, son. So, uh, is that your the- weed dealer in, uh, sh- in That's the governor Chicago. of Colorado. It's the governor Colorado. of Colorado. He also is my weed dealer. I wish Hickenlooper finest weed in the state. Am I right? Let me just tell you, if Rocky you ever, Mountain High, if you son. ever, if you ever uh, have to pick a fantasy team for strip trivial pursuit, uh, <laughs> government edition, Teddy, Teddy's your Teddy's your guy on the inside. Do you know that? Uh, do you know that Anthony Weiner used to call my house all the time and talk to my dad? And he used to just, do you know, you know Anthony Weiner, yeah, 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 yeah. famous, for, I'm just famous for the old, the most famous congressman to send a dick pic in modern. I history. actually called my mom and I was like, "Mom, is Anthony Weiner Jewish?" And she's like, "Well, technically, no, but he considers himself like, yeah, he's pretty much." And I was like, and she's like, "Why?" And I'm like, "Oh, because that was not a Jewish penis." <laughs> Oh man, mm. he's thinking about making a comeback one of these days. Poor choice, though. 
Uh, I think he should have just been like, yeah, send the dick re- out. He should have resigned. If he was a Republican, we, we digress. We digress. Uh, yeah. So you know th- that is a, that is a no. You know, I'm not interested in wine, but I've had many uh, family members and friends that just love going up to Napa Valley to do the wine tasting, and yeah, the, and it's yeah. like there's nothing like that for me. And I don't like weed that much. To but you but would. Teddy, would you be the Absolutely. type of person who would do a weed Absolutely. tour of Colorado? Like, well, I would. Is, would. Is I superb. would. Love I'm getting. To. I'm getting hope. Hints of rosemary here? I would. I would. Oaky well, I think that's the thing. I think that's the thing where uh, there are so many different strands in the universe. There's a brilliant app that just got created. It's called Leafly, L-E-A-F-L-Y, that basically serves as a periodic table of sorts for all the different strands of marijuana. And it's interactive. You fucking open a strand. You can see the dispensaries within your neighborhood. Does that it tell ser- you what that, what that leaf will do for you? Like, this yes. is mellow. It, no, it will. It's it, good it, if you're going to it doesn't you know that? You no. don't have a, I don't smoke. No, it does. It does. It, yeah, it, it will like tell that, you. Yeah. It will give you like four or five different categories, and it rates them on a scale like, of one to ten. Do you type 10. in like I'm feeling a little moody? Well, you can like, search. Oh, you can need. search by mood. Yeah, you can search by strand, and then once you search by strand, you can see which stores in your area have that. If oh, you, I did not if know you that. have a if you I have a card, uh, it's fucking incredible, son. This is not. It's called Leafly, son. This shit is amazing. I'm sorry. I just go to the store and then tell the lady like, look, I'm I'm a pansy. It's very. I get. I get high super easily. Well, it's really new. It's so only, I don't it, want anything. It just came out in the last. It just came out in the last couple of a uh, couple of weeks, I believe. But it's that's probably not incredible. the thing you want on your phone. No, <laughs> <laughs> you got to like uh, if you have that on your phone, have the card. Otherwise. <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah, that's like yeah. grounds for them to yeah, search your. You don't even know, but Leafly was actually designed by police just to find <laughs> oh, out shit, where all trap. the smokers are. Oh shit! So, oh, hey guys, no, I'm, okay, I'm just baby. hanging that's out here like, on the corner go to having this some dispensary. Pots. Uh, Listen, tell my job I'm cashing in all my PTO. I'm yeah. taking a vacation right now. See me in two weeks. Yeah, especially because the police are like, "Yeah, your dispensary is located on the corner of Figueroa and Seventh, yeah, and then look, it's every strain, boom, like, and it's got it sorted by, and you is the green like less and then it's, like you've got sativas you've got no, uh, like, hy- hybrids i would think kind of like the uh this like the warning the terrorist scale like a green would be like <laughs> this is a super mellow weed and then like yellow's like all right this is like you know uh, you probably shouldn't make plans for the rest of the night and then red is like oh fuck you're not getting up for hours i feel like you need to make your own spinoff app first of all because mm-hmm. that would be a very good complimentary app uh the color scale is by uh is by type strand we we're saying okay. so you've got sativas you've got indica and you've got hybrids. So would you go to go to Colorado? There is a five hundred dollar three day trip or eight forty nine VIP five day trip. And they just so now you have you, something to like smoke you out. You got something to like to like to the to save up for and be like, this there is, my, my there is a weed thing called I'm, Asian fantasy. I'm really excited for Jackie to finish reading off these results right here. Oh no, I interrupted. No, 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 it's fine. <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, well, Asian, what's the what's the top result for Asian, Asian fantasy? Asian. Fa- Asian fantasy. Oh god. Asian fantasy. Make me feel awows. I should not have done that. Awows is number one. That's a mistake on my part. I'm sorry. What were you? What were you? What was your search terms? No, I just, I just, I just, I just just picked one as an example for her. I didn't search anything. And then there's an Armageddon. 
Armageddon make me f- oh happy. <laughs> She's just going back. I think it's just so funny that the Armageddon strain makes you feel happy that it's Armageddon. Yeah, right. You gotta fight. It's an apocalypse coming, son. And then look on the bright side lazy. of life. You know, so I mean, Leafly basically serves to categorize every strand of marijuana, tell you the top five I'm ways that you react. That I'll, uh, uh, it'll tell you. It'll tell there. you. So you know, if your indica is more body high, sativa more head high, kind of thing. That uh, would be useful for me. I don't know why you need it because you already know this. No, shit, man. You can never know enough, son. You can never know enough. But see, that would be great, son. I would love to tour. You could different. I'm kind of amazed. I'm kind of amazed that that Apple even allows that on the store. Well, there's also the it gives you the negatives of each one, and Asian fantasy gives you paranoia. Like that ninjas are just going to come yeah, down. Yeah, right. You're just super aroused, but also just yeah. terrified. I'm super aroused and ninja everywhere. <laughs> but I think they're going to kill me. Oh, my God. That's my fantasy. Oh my but then my favorite is that Armageddon. This is the most racist we've ever gotten uh, on the show. Oh Leave it to God. me. Armageddon. I love that it makes you feel happy that it's Armageddon. Then you feel euphoric. Then you just get lazy because it's like the it's like the stages of you know death like just acceptance like yeah. you're like it's Armageddon um what the fuck can I do about yeah, it right and then it's Armageddon I'm hungry go get <laughs> that Leafly app Rivopolis Armageddon go get well that now Leafly that I lived app. through the initial yeah, right? shock I'd better go out and forage for food so what kind of tour would I get in this kind of city? like what like what are like because you know like in wine country whatever you like sampling or whatever right am right. I am I I just get a, I get to take a bunch of strands I'll be all over the city this is why Colorado is about the lap. California with that ass, son. Maryland also, I believe Maryland the, just it's, passed. It's, a, it's bus rides, seminars, concerts, cooking classes, <laughs> cannabis-friendly hotels, and... So you can uh, smoke in the hotel. Oh, shit. That's huge, by the way. I feel like that's the undercard that Colorado And you pass, they, they take you through, they give you a pass, you a bong, and go like, this is the something Hotels other, where you can smoke forth. weed at are the fucking, the truth, son. The other truth they, is they, vaporizer They sold pins. out the first few rounds of, of course it. They did. 120 tickets at a time. So, Colorado's uh, making bank right now. Small groups, 20 to 50 people for the whole weekend. You're the man, Hicken Looper. Um, then, I'm just going to make know. a comment. They also have where you can make comments, and you have the pretentious weed snobs as if they were wine snobs yeah um, i'm sure the banana kush it's a very good weed and has a lovely scent and of course they spelled scent wrong s-e-n-t like they're sending letters <laughs> they're freaking high as they're writing this it has a lovely Shit scent is fantastic, and write how I taste feel. of bananas and the high makes you feel very uplifted and happy yes well, Jackie is having fun with this. I feel like everyone on the show now is going to have Leafly. Because this is like, because I, 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 that's the thing is like, I don't care if someone's a smoke. Like, I'm like, go ahead, smoke. I actually think that it should be legalized and then monitored just like drinking. Right. Like, I think that, you know, you should. Well, there, there is a difficulty they were talking about. I was going to bring it up in, uh, for like several weeks in a row on the show. But we never got around to it. But there is a, there was a, a whole debate in Colorado and in Washington where they were saying like, it's nigh impossible to make some kind of like, don't smoke and drive law. Unless you're physically smoking the weed while you're driving, and they pull you over while you're holding Otherwise, a joint. Otherwise, there's no way to tell when they someone yeah. smoked Yeah, because you can't figure out, like, because you there's can't no find it in the body the way, like, you wouldn't be able to figure out if somebody was high right now by their piss or how much they smoked earlier in the day and things like that. Because, like, what if I smoked a well, joint that eyes. morning? You just check eyes. Like, your eye, your Again, eye if you're high level has at to the be time, at, like, a I think they can get you. But if you're, if you're, like, you'd have to be really high. You know? like, but, I, I mean, I think it's the awesome thing. 
you could catch Teddy. It's also Teddy, the same principle, you know though. Because Teddy doesn't... Uh, well, I think it should be something just like alcohol. Like, you shouldn't be allowed like to bus. have marijuana. No, but what I'm saying is that Teddy... Car. Teddy, like, look, if Teddy and I split a joint, which I can't split a joint, but I'll take a few hits. <laughs> if I take so a if few... So I'd say 97% of the joint. He does 97%. I do 3%. And then a cop was like, I'm going to find the high one. I'm busted. I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. And Teddy, they're going to be like, no, glean bill of health. Same, I'm, no, make no mistake, I'm going to get arrested also, but for different reasons. women drank... If women, if a woman drank two glasses of wine, a man drank. He shouldn't two be of driving wine. late at night anyway. But I'm saying it's going to affect their body differently. Because <laughs> you're I'm just saying, a girl. But just like <laughs> living in captivity and uh, just throwing it all in the second hour. Huh? I'm sorry. I- God, look, I'm just oh, a girl, no, I know, and I'd rather I know. not be. Oh, God. Right, right. No, I get it. I get it. You all sit and stare with your eyes. Uh, yeah. here, the thing, though, I feel yeah. like is that. Probably it, not, Gwen. If Probably you not. are, if you're, if you're high and you're driving, and your driving is suspect enough that the police stop you, then they probably should have stopped you. That's But that's sort of my, that's been my argument I for know a that's your, those, you know? I know that's your argument also. For, the thing. I know that's your argument for alcohol, though. But it's like, a logical but, argument. But just like body alcohol, I think, like, if you're high off of three puffs, then yes, you should be arrested for driving if you're high off three right. puffs. So, like, that's the thing. Well, like, listen, that's if why you, I don't drive high. Listen, it's the same thing where it's like, listen, you shouldn't be up. We have, we have a precedent, right? We have a standard, okay? We can't transpose the same standard for alcohol that we do for marijuana, but we train law enforcement for the same thing, right? Erratic driving is erratic driving, no matter what the cause is. Sleep deprivation kills how many people? Yeah, throughout absolutely. the course of the year, right? Absolutely. Kills tons of people. Okay, it's the whole reason right. they banned cell phones. So it's the same principle. Like. So if if I'm going to stop somebody for driving erratically, I'm not going to stop them because. You know, like now, the only reason that people are saying, like, oh, I stop you because, you know, oh, have you been drinking is because that's the thing that we have on the books now, you know? But, like, if you're driving erratically and I'm like, hey, listen, now that it's been expanded from not just have you been drinking to, like, what substances are you under? Sure. And I see that you're just a fucking dumbass stoner who's got weed in your car. That, I think it should also have, like, an open open container policy. Right. Same thing. Can't like, have alcohol open if in your car. If you're, you dumb, en- if you're your dumb enough to just keep paraphernalia open in your car and your stone and you get pulled over, of course you should go to jail. If anyone disputes that, you should go to jail too. Pinochet, what up? Peter Shea? Pinochet. Pinochet? Pinochet. Terrible. Is that a brand of weed? Should I look that up? Pinochet? That probably is an awful uh, brand of weed. It makes you feel relaxed and senile. It makes you go to the bathroom twice in two hours. See, that's, uh, I was going to point that out in the beginning, is that I, I almost rarely ever have to use the bathroom during the show. And it only seems to be lately, it's like at the very beginning, because I'm like rushing. Yeah. And I was like, but I won't have to go again. Um, so yeah, yeah, Teddy. But he also has the, I think it's also, he gets the convenience of doing that. Because it's, it's he doesn't have to run a whole show yeah. by, off of a laptop and a computer and keep cameras going and keep the, uh, the, uh, do you, switch, stuff do you going. switch cameras while we're on? No, I just no. have them both showing. I think yeah. you can kind of see that. Teddy, yeah. again, what the hell are you doing in there? Hey, you know, he's a very what's passionate. The, uh, what's he's the a next very passionate article pisser. you have going on? Uh, in and Out's Double Double voted top fast food burger in America. Okay. So, you it's know, not too surprising, one, huh? one win for us in LA uh, and some parts of Phoenix, and I guess. The only uh, thing I don't like about them is that uh, if you're vegetarian, which I kind of am. Uh, kind of. Mostly, I'm. I'm vegetarian, but I'll have a double double. <laughs> no, but I wish that like the only veg, their only like thing is like you can get. I keep kosher, so I only kosher meat. Oh, okay. Um, fair enough. Fair enough. But do the, they count as kosher? They no. don't have any pig stuff. But then, if, well, I guess they got bacon. But if you um, 
you order like let's say like a grilled cheese that's like an off menu item. Sure. It's literally that. But without the meat. So it's just literally like melted cheese on a bun <laughs> with lettuce and tomato. Like, I just wish they had a veggie burger or something. Well, which what, the veggie burger is, you, is like What else would you put on a grilled cheese that doesn't... Yeah, but then, like, I would want, like, a grilled cheese. I don't want, like, a burger that just happened to be... Yeah, you need meat. you need bread that soaks up shit. Do you yeah. know what I mean? You can't just put... That's else... the right context for sandwich bread. Sandwich bread? Yeah, we talked about before. Soap you were talking about uh, making chicken sandwiches. And I was uh, like, you got the buns? And you were like, no, nah, you sandwich bread. I was like, no, nah, no. Nah. But grilled cheese, I'm with you. Grilled cheese, proper context, sandwich bread, sandwich not a bun. Bread. I'm with not you. Not a bun. I will give you Can't that. Do a bun. Uh, I was bringing up that, uh, that in and Out's Double Double, uh, rated top fast food burger in America. Hey, get the fuck out of my face. Why? What do you think is the best burger? You don't, right. you don't say five guys? Are you going to pull that horse shit again? Oh, for, yeah, five guys. Yeah, you know I still ride for five guys, son. I ride for five guys all day. I'm a little upset that when I was in Phoenix over the weekend, they there's like three or four new burger joints out there, and I was like, why do they get all the good burger joints? I really don't. Like, in and out, I just don't understand, man. I don't understand how it's the best be. Well, I don't get it. Are you? you I don't even think their fries are that. Good. Like I think yo, their yeah, like, fries yeah, suck. Thank I will you, grant you. Exactly. Their fries are terrible. Listen, you can't fries be. Terrible. You can't be the best burger joint in anywhere. With shitty fries. You understand me? So all y'all working in and out right now need to hire at your fucking chefs and get your recipe game up because your shit sucks right now. Well, that's now. the thing is, I mean, I like the taste of processed fries. I like the taste of the McDonald's and Burger King fries. I do, too. I think McDonald's, it's, the reason I don't like their fries crack, is because they taste too fresh. I think their fries like. I thought they taste too you know fresh. What, I'll take they a, taste too fucking I'll gross. A, That's what it, it is. It's got to be one. It's sort of like they, they're gross. kind of the mixture that I don't like. It's like I'll take the McDonald's processed stuff. I love the hell out of it. That smell just. It's oh, like it's so good. You can't. You can't yeah. stop. Oh. Turn that away. Okay. Uh, but if you're gonna go fresh, <laughs> I want wedges. I want steak fries. Yeah. And I'm talking well, about the thing is like you taste it, and I can taste that it's a fresh potato. But that's not what I want my fries to taste like. I want my fries to taste like fries. I'm so an I American. Taste... I want my fries to taste like fries. But they wouldn't. Be kosher, then would they? What do you mean? From taste like fries? I mean, if they if they're like processed and stuff, they're going to be well, I mean, they be use fried and oil. lard and everything use, else. No, like no, that. they don't use lard. I do mean, you have any McDonald's good really kosher? Lard, they use vegetable oil. Do you have any good kosher fries or McDonald's fries kosher? They're not uh, kosher I right. mean, I would eat just the fries. A, a real like. I mean, a super religious person is not going to eat McDonald's fries. But Jackie but, Gold's going to eat these how fries. How far do you go with the kosher but in thing? Israel, is in Israel, Burger Kings and McDonald's are kosher. It's a, well, you know yeah, what I think? Yeah, it's, I'm just it's, curious. It's, it's, it's fascinating, what, though, in other uh, countries, how much they build their menu around religious sensitivity. We, well, we need to make world. Once like, again, it comes up again. We need You know, I used to be much more against the McWorld, but I saw this really good uh, special on international fast food chains and how much shit they had. And mm-hmm. I was like, all right, Mitch. You started to come around. McWorld's a great idea. Also, I heard like in China you. or Japan, like McDonald's <laughs> are actually like nice restaurants. Like they'll do a sit down. They actually have things on the menu we don't have. Like they'll have nice things on a menu. Like not like because the they have they bring here. in like cultural shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's all fucking respect. And our culture is like shovel food in my mouth. Our culture, Jackie being like, yeah, listen, I know you got fresh ingredients and shit, but uh, my palate don't want all that. <laughs> my palate want. Does your burger taste like fries? Oh, I don't want that shit. Well, you know what? It's actually said, but like, does your burger taste like fries? Is going on the board. Um. I need some artery clogging. Do you know that, like most of the meat that you buy in like a grocery store, if you just go in and you're buying ground meat, you know it's the exact same meat that they sell to McDonald's. Because McDonald's, like by fast food restaurants, dominates the meat, like the meat manufacturer. Processed meat. Right. Yeah. Like like seventy percent of what they make is going to the fast food places. So that way they just always make the fast food meat and that's the same kind they sell to the grocery stores too. Yep. 
Mm. Unless it's kosher. Fast Food Nation. Jackie Gold. Uh, We're about out of time. I guess I can very briefly briefly bring up that... I am going to get McDonald's fries after this. A Nemo (laughs) sequel. We have done that many times. McRiffins. Riff Donald's. Riff Donald's. Good stuff. Or sometimes it's Riffin King or yeah. uh, Riffies. Maybe we should do it tonight. I'm actually a little. Bit. Yeah, we could we could go for that. Um, uh, they're doing a Nemo sequel, Finding Dory, uh, set right. for 2015. Okay. Where did they oh, get this picture from Ellen DeGeneres? Like 1987. <laughs> what Ellen DeGeneres <laughs> photo did they dig up? She's, they she's tried got, to pick the one that a, she keeps a stranglehold on all of her. <laughs> they publicity tried to photos. pick the picture that would make the rest of America forget she was a lesbian. Like, remember, this was the Ellen you liked before she came out. You know, before she shoved it. Post ABC show preview. Now we're, now we're getting into the slideshow where we're getting a little bit Same. sort of remembering. Jesus. See, this is the right. There you go. There That's go. the Ellen. That's the Dory we yeah, like. We That's go. the Uzi. Yeah, like. What is that, Hugh Jackman? Is that Hugh go. Jackman with a blonde wig? There you go. Yeah. There we go. Right. Yeah, there Good it is. There so it is. there you go. Making a new uh, find. I don't like all the sequel stuff, you know. You know how I feel about Are that. You, were you a big Finding Nemo fan? You know what I I think I saw it way after the hype and like after it was in theaters, and I thought it was a cute movie. Um, I'm not a huge cartoon fan in general. So, like, for me, I'm like, uh, I skip most of them. I, yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoyed Finding Nemo. Yeah. But I also Love feel it. like, uh, it is one of those movies that there's no, nec- there's no apps, there's no need for a sequel. There's literally. I said that about cars. <laughs> there's literally, and you know what it is? I didn't see cars similar Isn't to. Isn't there s- Cars 3 already? Well, the Cars know. theme park I coming, I think. That's it's, already, it's already, already open. But, I saw cars similar to how you saw Finding Nemo. And I was like, well, that's a nice, cute movie. I get it. Yeah. That movie disturbs the shit out of me. And I, I was just, like, nope. I think the older I get, like, it's so more, it's, it gets creepy to me that there was like, there's these cars and they have problems and it's emotional. I'm like, wait, so there's a love story between a Corvette and a, yeah. and a truck? Like, I mean, I'm it so definitely confused. is creepy as fuck. It's no, creepy. The truck as fuck. was played by Larry the Cable Guy. No, yeah, done. I don't remember where the girl I'm, I'm car kidding, was, but just like, yeah, yeah that, that's a different She was version. a Miata. That's the West Hollywood yeah. version <laughs> is when the, when the truck and the, uh, <laughs> truck and yeah. the race car get together. <laughs> Let's go do this. Let's uh, get that down. We need Jackie to animate a series of West Hollywood themed cartoons. That's, there you go. that's your career. Like arc. I saw even Rise of the Guardians that came out, and I thought it was a cute movie. I thought it was fucking weird. That's the one where they took all of the various fables <laughs> about like uh, Santa Claus, Santa and Claus Easter and Bunny, Fairy, and Easter Bunny. Bunny, and they made them various action heroes and shit in time. It was weird. They were like a group of guardians that watch everything. But even then, like I guess because. In cartoons, like there really Stupid is never any like problem. Like there's a problem, and then the resolution's so quick because it's a cartoon and it's for kids. You know what it is though? Like, I, guess it's weird. I, will I give I will give Pixar credit for writing a a good story. That's what I like. That's why I worry about the sequels and shit. Is because Pixar to me was like, yeah, yeah, your kids are gonna love it, but you won't be miserable in the theater. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Chances are you will also like it just on its own merit, even if you don't have kids like myself. Here's one cartoon that I saw. Uh, That's why it's good when they do the. Uh, I like when they put little jokes in for the parents yeah. that like you yeah. know you don't get and you're like oh good that one's just for us thank you uh i saw one cartoon uh when my remote was broken a couple saturdays ago uh <laughs> woke up early uh that's I, a stoner sentence no because i yeah, it was like it was like it was all grew up in phoenix arizona yeah you're watching some bit. cartoons i had like i had like no, i'm saying dogs. like i was watching it because the remote was broken that's no, a yeah, stoner yeah, like, no, yeah, yeah my, i couldn't find batteries at the time bro uh i, I watched boondocks uh, on the night before got batteries for yeah days. i would really appreciate the batteries actually. Yeah, Great. remind me. I yeah, got no friend batteries. of mine. Uh, you need AAA yeah, or double A? So, so I was watching. It was like a fucking. It was like one of these like updated Green Lantern cartoons and shit. I'm sure that they like 
it came off of after the Ryan Reynolds jump off. Do you know what I'm saying? That and movie so, I saw part of over yeah, the weekend. That was a fucking that. terrible, terrible pile of shit. They have to like, stop with these cartoon. I mean, with these superhero movies. Yeah, not, I think even the happen. people who like superheroes are like, all right, could we just that's stop Mitch, now? Yeah, that's Mitch. Aren't you just done with it? No, I don't. Like, oh, stop butchering. Aren't you just done with them butchering? Like, I don't. I don't know. Look, I'm not comic book. But no, that's the thing. Where I feel like who cares anymore? Teddy was being sarcastic. I don't know. It, the only time I go see those is if, like, I'm kind of interested in the story because of what I've heard, and if I if it gets really good reviews. Generally speaking, I don't watch them. I won't see the Avengers because I don't like a bunch of unbeatable people fighting a bunch of unbeatable people. It's the same reason I hated the last two Matrix movies, which I don't actually exist. It's a conspiracy theory. They're not that bad. But, They're not that bad. but if you're basing it on the conspiracy really theory, they were bad. never, you know, no, they, they were. They They're were not that bad. Terrible. But well, my point, one Matrix film. I was just talking about the cartoon, son. I just saw, I came across this one plot line, right? Because I was like, yo, it's for kids. And so it was like some chick who was in love with like the Green Lantern's captain on his ship, you know what I'm saying? And like this, like she had had some like bad shit happen to her because she ended up on some planet, and she was like, "I'm gonna bring this interdimensional fucking warlord killer and make him fight the Green Lantern's love that he can't be with because of you know storyline shit." And y'all gonna prove to me, reasons. she's like, "Y'all gonna prove to me whether or not love can triumph over hate." And then she, and I, was, I was like, okay. That seems teach. really deep for kids. Exactly, son. That's what I'm saying. And then this motherfucker, they just got stomped by this dude. He was just stomping so the love shit. love triumphed? No, she like, so like, so like in the end, like love triumphed. And then she was just like, don't give a fuck. I'm about to wipe y'all out anyway. And I was like, that is a cartoon I need to show my kids. <laughs> right there. But she was like, she was like, like in the end, the Green Lantern, like they finally saved him off or whatever in the end. And they were like, we just showed you. And she was like, I don't really give a fuck. I'm about to kill y'all anyway because I don't like you as people. So that's the kind of cartoons in conclusion. Right. Jackie, uh, where can the people where can the people find you? What do you want to plug? Uh, I guess I'll this. plug my Twitter. Uh, it's at I am Jackie Gold, so you can follow me there. And then hopefully I will get better at tweeting uh, from my twelve year old self, which <laughs> is uh, at twelve year old Jackie, all spelled out, right? Yeah. So it's at well the letter the number twelve and then year old Jackie. Uh, and that one's good. And I will warn you, actually, all not all of them are from when I was 12. It's from anywhere from, like, 12 to, like, 20. <laughs> so, fair, it's oh, fair one. So, I'm looking forward to later. So tweet. touching dick is more 16, but you know what, it's under 12-year-old Jack. But the, ja- the gap was, uh, was about The gap was 11, 14. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like 11, 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That's it. 12-year-old right, Jack. Right. And do you got some shows coming up you want to plug or anything? Um, what do I have going on? Um... I actually don't have much going on this week. All right. It's pretty relaxed. All right. Pretty cool. Teddy. Uh, I think I'll be at uh, Famous Cafe this Saturday hosting. Uh, so 8 o'clock. Come on out and do that. Uh, Mitch, uh, what you got? Nothing this week. It's what happens. I go to town one weekend and I forget to book shows for the following week. You know, always check out Stray Riffin Highlights on uh, YouTube and Vimeo. Do and that. We're now using the new one channel. I will be at the Lakers game on Friday. So if hey, anybody wants to come to the Lakers If you're game. a Jewish man looking for a comedian me, gal. Me, Jackie, at the California Pizza Kitchen restaurant. Oh, actually, <laughs> on the 15th, I will be down at the warehouse in uh, Marina Del Rey. So there's that at around 7.30 p.m. Good awesome. Stuff. Good times. All right. Good night, bitches. All right. 
Thanks for listening to Straight Riffin'. You can catch all past and future episodes of Straight Riffin' on the official website, riffin.net, R-I-F-F-I-N.net. Keep in mind, we do air live every Monday night from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific time. That's 10 p.m. to midnight for you East Coasters. You can actually watch that right on Facebook, on our fan page, facebook.com slash straightriffin'. Like us, check out the Ustream page. You can even chat while we're doing the show. That's how we interact with the fans. We thank you so much for listening. Check out Riffin.net. Buy my album. Buy Teddy's album. We'll catch you again next time. It ripped the fuck on, bitches.